Okay. Uh, up next, these two guys have been here for the last couple weeks. Um, um, they asked me to read this. Warning. If you want your asses blown out, stay in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Rock! Face in my vagina. You're about to get front face fucked by the front face lock podcast. Mark Bradwell is what created the front face lock. My asshole is split like the Red Sea. Mark Bradwell is who is front face lock. Don't fucking question me. Front face lock can take it or they can shove it straight up their fucking ass. What are you, a fucking asshole? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Lock Podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, honorary Oos, Seattle Mariners fan, it's Vinny. I'm none. I'm none of those. Well, if you have an honorary Oos shirt and you have a Seattle Mariners hat. Doesn't mean I'm a, uh, doesn't mean I'm a fan. I just have to be coaching I'm... the Mariners this year. Oh, good. look at you. You're coaching the Mariners. You're in the big leagues. Good for you. Yeah, I'm in the junior minors. Good for you. Thanks, buddy. Moving on up. So how, how are you doing today? I'm peachy keen. How about you? I, uh, I, good. I, I liked and subscribed to uh, Science with Sawyer on YouTube. Very entertaining, the two videos you had up the other day. They have another one with Riley in it. I'll have to watch that one. So like and subscribe to us at Front Face Lock on YouTube and all uh, platforms. And like and subscribe to Science with Sawyer on YouTube. Yes, very informative. Well, not yet, but it will be. Eventually. Let's get that kid. Let's make that kid a star, so neither one of us has to ever work again. Yeah, that's the plan, right? Yeah, that's the plan. And so I just moved off to you, so. I mean, if if I have enough, I'll I'll give you some. I'll make you like a sandwich or something. Ooh, like I have my my help make you a sandwich. Your help will make me a sandwich. It'll be peanut butter, and well, we don't have any jelly for you. Just peanut butter. And I heard that you might want to be allergic to peanut butter. No, but I, I really like peanut butter. So you can have bread. Cashew butter. But I like peanut butter. Almond butter. I don't want any of that stuff. Nut butter. I have a lot of nut butter. <laughs> nut cheese. Nut cheese and nut butter. Why nut cheese and nut butter? I don't know. I was actually going to try to explain it like I knew the answer to it, but I have no <laughs> idea. A bunch of little cheese dicks running around. Yeah. I got nothing for that. Uh, so... To jump right in. We're going to be watching a classic, classic horror movie. Probably one of the, the greatest horror movies ever made. By a master of horror. By a master of horror. One of West, the best directors ever. Wes Craven, the great, one of the greatest horror directors of all time. This masterpiece of a film. That's now, I, know what, I know, what, know what people are thinking. What are they thinking? You know, you know what people are thinking. They're thinking we're going to go for the obvious... Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. But Wes Craven made something much, much deeper. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of layers to this one. It's like an onion. And if you read the title of this episode, you know exactly what movie we're talking about. This goes back to vampire lore. And it, it, it changes the whole, the whole narrative. It makes you question everything you know about vampires. And it makes me think that Gerard Butler only likes to be in movies with numbers in the title. Well, he was in uh, 300. Yeah. And and this. 
and a bunch of other movies that didn't have numbers in the title. He's going to be in Plane 2. But that's a sequel to a movie I was told was very bad. It's not... I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's not good. <laughs> well, isn't that... But, what? Well, let's go, let's go see. He was in 300, right? Yeah, we established that. And uh, 300, Rise of the Empire, he had a, a cameo, I think, like a flashback. He was in movie forty three. Okay, all right. That was a that was a terrible movie. It was a very terrible movie. He was in Dracula two thousand, which is the movie we're doing tonight, by the way. Dracula two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Great start tonight. Great start. <laughs> so, uh, what do you what, what's going? What else is going on besides this uh, epic, epic master horror masterpiece we're about to watch? Well, as we called it which I guess would mean we were right again. Derek Carr has signed with the Saints. I do believe we did say that, which leaves now that Brett Favre, apparent, not Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers has apparently met with the Jets. Also, uh, Lamar Jackson got an unre- was it unrestricted uh, franchise tag. means he could yes. still find another team, but apparently the, uh, Falcons, the Falcons are not interested anymore. Which is weird because the Falcons really haven't done shit since Matt Ryan's like second or third year. Yeah, they. I mean, no. Well, they went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah, but they didn't do shit. They lost. Well, they should have won. <laughs> they blew they one of the won. biggest leads in history. Yeah, yeah, they should have won that. I don't even remember that season. I don't remember Atlanta being that good, but I guess they were. I think it was a fluke, if I remember correctly, which I don't. I'm just gonna say it was. A fluke. Yeah, they. I mean, they were beating the shit out of the Patriots on that first half. Uh, then all you had to do was just run out the clock, and nope, let's just keep passing. Yeah, stop in the clock. Keep giving Aaron, uh, Tom Brady another chance to score because he never does yeah. that. Yeah, let's hold on to the ball, run out the clock. I mean, same thing that the 49ers did when they should have beat the Chiefs. All they had to do was just keep running the ball. But alas, what do I know? Hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. No, it's not. If I look at something behind me, I'm going the other way. My vision probably isn't twenty twenty. But hindsight doesn't mean you turn around and look at what's behind you. Hindsight. It means you you think of something you've already done. Right, but it doesn't mean it's always 2020. You can still make bad decisions after you've already made a bad decision. Yes, but now you're making better bad decisions. (laughs) But it's not 2020 then. You're 2020. You're you're going, shit, I know if I pull my dick out at this park, I'm going to get arrested. And then you do it, you go, ah, I shouldn't have pulled my dick out at that park. Hindsight's twenty twenty, But you know what? Maybe if nobody notices me do it at the other park, I'll be okay. Maybe if I pull someone else's dick out. Then it's their dick. If, if you pull somebody else's dick out at a park, do they get arrested for indecent exposure? Yes, and you probably get arrested for assault. <laughs> Sexual assault. What if you, okay, better scenario. Me and you are sitting at a park. Why are we at a park? Because you are a creep. And I, you called me and you're like, I'm, I want to be doing creepy things and I need someone to talk me out of it. I'm like, all right, I'll be right there. So I go to the park and then you pull my dick out. So right off the bat, this is your fault because you didn't talk me out of doing that creepy things. No, because I just got out of my car and there you were, zipping away. I'm zipping away. And at no point did you go, hey, stop. <laughs> no, I was like, what is where this going to go? I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, and then you, I'm like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And you start running away, but I don't have time to put it back because I have to chase you. You don't so have I'm, to chase me. No, I'm chasing you to beat you up. But you know where I live. No, but 
you moved and you didn't so, register under the sex offender registry. Well, because there's no laws in the town I live in now. So I ran after you and my dick was out. Is that indecent exposure? Yes. And guess what? Welcome to the list. <laughs> there's got to be some sort of loophole. I'm pretty sure there's no loophole when it comes to exposed penises and children. What if you were uh, the caretaker of the park? We mean the groundskeeper, not the caretaker. It's not a fucking cemetery. Could be. All right, so you're the groundskeeper. You're the groundskeeper, and you're mowing the lawn next to the swings, and the lawnmower eats your pants. Do you not have underwear on? No, they're attached. Attached underwear. Lawnmower eats. Are there children around? Yes. I'm going to say it's uh, involuntary indecent exposure. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. Major Smith list. What happens? If you expose yourself in a graveyard cemetery in front of a child's grave. Doesn't matter. Uh, You're okay, then. Loophole. They're dead. There's your loophole right there, buddy. If they're not alive anymore, or if they're in the ground, there's your loophole. You can't dig them up. Well, you can. (laughs) You can. What if if you're herding sheep? You're a sheep herder. Or goats. And your goat is running towards a cliff and you trip on a your sandals get caught on your robe and your robe falls off and you go to stop the goat or the sheep and he's like whoa because he realizes it's a cliff and your penis goes into it and since baby goats are called kids would that be kid fucking do you get put on two lists bestiality and And the other one (laughs) <laughs> the pedophiles. Yeah. All right. So this is a uh, interesting way to start the show off. I don't know how we transitioned from Daniel Jones and Derek Carr to to, goat uh, to the uh, sex offender registry, but it's a natural transition, if you ask me. Yeah. Let's see what else is going on in the uh, the sports world. Well, Justin Verlander, in I know it's spring training, but he's dominating. Because the man is still a fucking star, and the, he's now a Met. Aside from that, Devils are still doing good. I think they're one game out of first place. Yeah, they won last night, I believe. Yeah, they play tonight. They play Toronto tonight. Currently, currently playing Toronto. I tell you, they're tied one-one. Uh, so anyway, so I got a, I got a few wrestling points. Oh, do you? Yeah. <clears throat> I, a couple, uh, right. Yeah, there, there's a couple things, but I, I wanna I wanna dive headfirst in, go right in the deep end, <sighs> and I gotta I gotta talk about it. I know where you're going. So my brother rented AEW Revolution, and because I watch most of my stuff on the computer, he watches it on the cable box. I couldn't watch it on the computer because it doesn't come up because it's, you know, it could be like a, you know, I'm giving you my password, whatever kind of thing. It's a security thing. So I literally typed in Google, AW revolution, uh, streaming. And the first website was a free website to watch it. Really? Live. It was live. It was, you know, so for all those people that spent $60 on that garbage, you literally could have just Googled it. And the first website that came up, was streaming it live for free. And I, so I didn't see the beginning. I, I saw a couple clips of the Wardlow missing that backflip to Samoa Joe. And apparently, you know, Moxley and Hangman Page were gushing blood once again because now it doesn't even mean anything anymore. Moxley bleeds every match. Every single match. But then 
There was the tag team turmoil match, whatever it's called, and FTR came back. FTR came back and attacked the, the ass boys or whatever their name, the guns, and immediately Dax is bleeding. He wasn't even in a match and he's cut open. Did you see the, was it Revolution with the ring, the golden ring above the... Oh, above yeah, the that's that's their whole uh, catch, grab the brass ring. That was at the Revolution, right? Yes, they do that a lot. They had where the ref was actually holding the ladder. Well, the, uh, no, actually, I'm sorry. That wasn't at Revolution. That was at Dynamite because uh, Wardlow, uh, not Wardlow, who's the other jacked asshole? Powerhouse Hobbs won. Right. And they ha- so Powerhouse Hobbs is probably over six foot. Right? Six it's three, like something six where like, they almost fucking broke Sammy Guevara's neck of a fucking ladder. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second. So, you know, like when you go to Money in the Bank or, you, you know, you watch it and they have to get to the top rung but not the top of the ladder and then they yeah. can reach... Even yeah. like Rey Mysterio can reach the briefcase. They had the ring so high that Powerhouse Hobbs had to stand on the very top of the ladder with four refs holding the ladder, and he unhooked it, and he's standing there, and you could see he didn't know how to get down, and he's up there for a minute, not even celebrating. This is true. You can watch it. He's standing there like almost freaking out, and he had to try to figure out how to hold this stupid brass ring and can have him no, because he had to celebrate with it. So he had to oh, figure out how to get down from the top rank because he had nothing to hold on to. And he finally gets down one step, and then he celebrated. But it was like how he's over six foot, and he still had to get to the top of the ladder, not even one rung from the bottom, like yeah. the top, the actual top. Just And he still had to reach up. So you're talking that's probably like 22 feet. Yeah. And then he didn't know how to get down from the top rung. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's something with Sammy Guevara. They did some uh, suplex off of it. Because that action Andrade went to do a suplex and missed the ladder completely, and Sammy's head yeah. smashed the back of the ladder. The back of his head smashed the ladder. They, they're going to kill somebody. They are, and it's uh, unfortunate, but it's going to be their fault. That's the thing. Yeah. But then, And uh, what about, I saw another one where it's the ref literally handing someone the razor blade. Oh, yeah. And- <laughs> and he was like holding it, and they, oh, the, the Japanese guy. And he didn't even know what to do with it. The guy who fought Moxley. Oh, uh, uh, Penta. Yeah. No, not Penta. Wasn't it Penta? Yeah. No, it's some Japanese guy with like white tights on. Yeah, that's Penta in black. Oh, no, it's not Penta. He's in the Blackpool combat zone. Whoever the hell the guy is. Kenga or something like that, maybe? Something like that. So, anyway, go back to Dynamo. I mean, uh, AEW. So then we get to the main event the one hour Iron Man match. Now, I will say this, it did go an hour and change. I was a little sketchy on the clock because I was looking at it started at 10.39 Eastern and then around 10 or 11.06, the time was off because they kept flashing the clock on and off. And I'm like, okay, this is no way this is going an hour. But then I will say it was pretty much an hour and then it will change. But I did text you at the beginning of the match. I guarantee this goes into overtime like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Right, you said that. Now, it was 3-3, I believe, at the end of the time limit. Uh, the time led up. And uh, MJF tapped out after the last second. Brian, you know, Danielson thought he, he won, blah, blah, blah. They were going to call it a draw. And then Tony Schiavone's, they're up in the in the booth. They're like, what? Okay, hold Okay, hold on. And he gets out and he goes over to the ref. And they have the camera there and he's going, Tony Khan said this will not end in a draw. We're going to have to go into overtime. So then uh, whoever the stupid announcer is announces that it, Tony Khan said he will not allow this to end in a draw, so he's going to make this go into overtime. It's like, well, that, that was unnecessary. Caliber with the mask of that fucking guy. Yeah. So they announced it's going to overtime, 
MJF is in the ring with oxygen being given to him. A small little <laughs> oxygen tank. First off, let me just start at the beginning. The first 10 minutes of the match was MJF leaving the ring, avoiding Brian Danielson. Then it was a, the most choreographed, like, AEW's famous for this. They choreograph like a five-minute segment. Now, I get it. WWE does it every once in a while, but they'll do like six or seven moves in a row, yeah. tip up, and then look at each other. This was like arm drag, headlock, arm drag, headlock, flip over. <laughs> and it was like five minutes of this. And then, of course, they get their little applause. And then, of course, Brian Danielson gets busted open. MJF gets busted open. They're bleeding everywhere. And then, oh, my God, they're doing such a great job. It was all hold moves. You know, it, it wasn't, I get it, it's an hour long. But then he's getting oxygen at the end. It's 3-3. Climbs out of the ring. Brian Danielson crawls over to him. MJF takes the oxygen uh, tank, hits him above his head, knocks him out, then hides the oxygen tank. And then he was administering the oxygen to him right now at this point. Yeah. No, they just left the tank there. With him, they just were like, oh, good. See you later. See you later. No, and they just left it outside. Not nurses or anything. No. So obviously MJF wins. But there was a point in the match, and this is another thing I hate about AEW, the referees. All of them. Aubrey Edwards, every single one of them. How involved in the matches really do the WWE or even Impact or any other promotions referees get in? I mean, they might say, like, no, you know, five count, break the count. But, like, actual involvement in the matches, how often do you, would you say? Not often at all. But I mean, aside from really, like you said, them saying, you know, break the hold or, you know, something like that. Or, you know, kicking somebody out of the... The ringside area, uh, not much. So when they came back from when they started the overtime, I know I'm jumping around, but I'm just remembering it. When they started the overtime, MJF grabs the belt and he's about to hit Brian Danielson, and the ref goes, "No, you'll be disqualified. You'll lose." It's like okay. And then he goes, "But you want to you want to get disqualified? Be my guest. Be my." And he steps aside. He's like, "Come on, hit him with the belt. If you want to get disqualified and lose this match and lose the belt, go ahead and hit him. Shut the fuck up." That would Why never happen. No, that's like being a referee here at football. Be like. No, you can't. You can't do uh, a helmet to helmet hit on the quarterback. But if you want to get suspended and you want to get kicked out of the game and you want to get fined, go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. Head to head. Let's play. Yeah, the match was uh, bad. It was an hour of my life I could have had back. I heard, I heard MJF threw some water on some kid in the crowd too. They sent out a non-employee, Amanda Huber, <laughs> to sit with the kid and calm him down. That's good volunteer work because she doesn't work for AEW, right? No, not at all. But it's amazing how she's always at those events, though. Always at the events, and she just happened to volunteer her time to go sit with this kid. Good for her. And then there was there's the no way in hell, bro. I'm telling you right now. No, there's no way in hell that that's not a work. I'm gonna tell you why. All because right. if you've been anywhere and something happens to you, why would all that attention all of a sudden be paid to to them by AEW employees? Explain. Like. He threw the water on him. Do you think Tony constant back there going, oh, man, that mom and that kid are really upset. Uh, Amanda, go out there and and, and cheer him up. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I don't, like, I've been to enough sporting events that people have spilled beers on people, on kids, fucking people have been thrown up on. Nothing ever happens where they're that upset. I mean, oh, yeah, I understand it's their talent. But I've seen football players literally run over people and – or someone get hit in the face with a hockey puck or a baseball. No one comes down to be like, oh, hey, you want to go meet fucking Pete Alonzo since you got hit in the head with a foul ball? It doesn't happen. That's true. So you're and right. Why is Amanda Huber all of a sudden the fucking liaison that would be taking – what's the purpose other than showing her again? And why would you send her? She doesn't even like her own kids. 
Her words. And why would you send her when she, the guy probably don't, the keeper don't even know who the fuck she is. Hi, Sonny, you okay? I'm Amanda Huber. Who? Amanda Huber. You know, John Huber's wife. I don't know who John Huber is, but you look like a really big bitch. Wow, kid. <laughs> wow, kid. That's fucked up. Go I'm... fuck yourself. Wow, that's the wrong one. <laughs> What's going on here? Go fuck yourself, lady. I feel, like I'm in the movie. I feel like I'm in the movie Split. And then there was another thing I read about that whole thing is that it wasn't water, that it was tequila. Why would a five-year-old kid have tequila? Well, the mom apparently had a bottle. So the mom snuck in a bottle of tequila in a water bottle and was slamming it down in the front row at AEW show. With her five-year-old kid? <laughs> Give me a break. You can't Give me a fucking break. No arena lets anyone in with water bottles. No. Give me a break. Let me ex let me explain. No matter how what they're trying to sell, I bet you it's probably fucking a because his favorite wrestler is Powerhouse Hobbs. It's probably a relative of Powerhouse Hobbs. Like, there's no way in hell that it was Amanda Huber like, oh, come backstage. We're we're gonna bring you and meet everybody. That's not happening. It's no. not happening. I'm telling you, it's a work. People are falling for it. Being a work, anything AEW does is not original. Apparently, the Iron Man match too was fucking. A bunch of different spots from, I believe it was a Brett and Sean Iron Man match. Oh, he did pose like Sean Michaels too. That Rosie O'Donnell singing motherfucker. And on top of it all, oh, he was he was the salt of the earth. Now he's the devil. Yeah, great. You know what's even more amazing? His presser at the end. Well, before we get to the presser at the end, he doesn't know how to walk upstairs with crushes. By the way, well, it's because he's got his four inch little lifts on his boots because he's such a short little guy. But if you walk up the stairs on crutches, you put the crutch in the one not by the banister. Yeah, well, he's a not a very good actor either. Um, before we get to the presser, AEW fans are the most sensitive little bitches. And I'm talking the hardcore AEW fans, not the people who casually watch AEW or casually watch whatever. I posted, well, I guess we're not, this is not no surprise. I posted on Twitter that I thought that match sucked. My opinion, I got uh, get over it whiner or something like that from some guy who posted it, who responded, then blocked me. <laughs> that usually happens, right? Yeah. And then some other guy who apparently is a Marine Army veteran guy who paid, who has two or six followers, paid the $8 for <laughs> the blue Edited. check so he can edit his, his uh, tweets because he gets distracted at work a lot, as per his words was going back and forth with both of us and Bishop because I thought that it was a shitty match and I hate AEW. And he was the first, he was defending AEW's honor. And then he started talking about work, you know, trying to play, like make jokes. It's like, come on, Junior, just calm down there, sport. Like, Rook. Leave <laughs> jokes to the big boys. What about the, uh, the epic SmackDown? When he's like, I don't subscribe to... <laughs> I don't subscribe to people demeaning... Things that other people like, and Vinny's epic response was, "Yes, but you subscribe to Twitter for eight dollars a month," <laughs> which I actually LOL'd. I actually did LOL at that. So thank you for that. You're welcome. But then we get to the presser, the, pre oh. the, the yeah. press junket, if you will. They need, and in all honesty, and this goes for WWE as well. We need to stop doing. It. Here's the, here's why I'm giving a, WWE a pass on their press conferences afterward. Because 
when AEW does it, their wrestlers are still in character. They're still trying to portray that this. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, their state keeping kayfabe. If you watch the the after Royal Rumble one, Rhea Ripley was out there complimenting Liv Morgan, talking, and she was just being herself. Bray Wyatt was just being himself. Triple H was talking about it. You know, it was just that it was actually like them talking like their their actual self. Talking about their performances as an actor or someone would at a uh, convention about how they did in their role and blah, 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 blah. Exactly. So I will give that a pass because that's not them trying to keep the kayfabe. AEW does it, and they still want that mystique to roll over from the show. And then they had the, they should have learned from the fucking CM Punk disaster. The, the problem is it's the same junket. Just add a different wrestler in it. Yeah, and twice now it's been MJF. Yeah, and what he comes out and he goes, "I'm the best fucking wrestler in the world, and nobody can fuck you're a fucking idiot, and fuck you, and you piece of shit." Oh, I love pickles. I'm gonna eat a pickle. Oh, blah blah blah. He's like, you want to taste this pickle dip shit? Get the fuck out of here. You got to fuck out of my face. And and it's just, um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there's CM Punk with the chicken, it's MJF with the pickles, it's this whole like, look how awesome I am. It, it's just fucking worn out and sucks. And not to mention, it just shows, like, Vince Russo, who I have lost all respect for, said Roman Reigns is one-dimensional. He has no depth. MJF is multi-dimensional or something like that. Essentially saying that MJF is a better character than Roman Reigns. Yeah. No. Best storyline in fucking wrestling or possibly television right now is a bloodline storyline. Yes, which we'll get to. MJF cannot cut a promo without being overly vulgar, over the top, to the point now where it just, there's no meaning. It nobody cares. Oh, I'm just going to come out and call everybody a piece of shit and curse and say, oh, you don't like me because your kids are listening to me? Well, fuck them. Like, it's just, it's the over the top bad. It's, it's not even like the over the top bad guy. It's the guy who's trying too hard to pretend he's a bad guy. And I'll tell you right now, if he keeps this up, if his contract with AEW expires and he's still doing this shit, WWE is not going to sign him. They're, they're saying that, you know, this is going to be, when he does make that face turn, it's going to be such an epic turn because, you know, he'll realize how much of a dude. He's going to be a terrible face. He's a terrible heel, so yeah, he's going to be a terrible face. But going from this big of a heel to a face is going to be a super hard transition. The best wrestlers, and if, if you can think of any, please let me know. Maybe Cena is probably the only one I can think of off the top of my head. The best wrestlers have gotten done their best work when they've gone from face to heel, not vice versa. Yeah, Hogan. Hogan, uh, Hogan, The Rock, Michaels, Hart, Undertaker was always kind of in the middle. Stone Cold, probably not. Stone Cold was better as a face. Well, Stone Cold was never a face or a heel. He was just the anti-hero. Yeah. Seth Rollins was face, I think. Seth Rollins, okay, there's one. Seth, John Cena, Seth Rollins, but Reigns, better as a heel. Sami Zayn, better as a face. Owens, good as, good either way, doesn't matter. Certain people yeah. can do both, but the majority, Macho Edge, Man, better as a heel. Edge is a better face. Edge is a better face. Christian's a better heel. So, I mean, I mean Mankind's a better face. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I couldn't I mean, think they're of good. They're, they're good both ways, but see, now to go, but to go from someone who's such a dick to being, like, to be accepted and, and loved is not going to be able to happen. So the only reason Hogan was accepted and loved is because he was Hulkamania first. Yeah. You know, it, was so the most he, it was like one of the most shocking things in history. 
but once he went back to Hulkamania, like people were like eating it up, you know, because it's like, oh, he's back, you know, it's uh, yeah. more of the um, nostalgia. Nostalgia, yes. But he's, I think MJF has gone so far to heel, he'll never go face. And again, you know, everybody compares him to The Miz, and I'll do it right now. The Miz is so good at what he does because he can be a heel, doesn't have to be vulgar. He makes himself look bad, which puts him over as the heel. And he can work with anybody. MJF has gotten so far to the extreme of the heel that it's like, okay, well, why would WWE sign you? Because they can't, you know, you're going out there, Kurt, fuck this, fuck you. Shit. And, and to be honest with you, and I know The Miz does do it, and a lot of guys do it, but in order to be a good heel, to me, you have to make people hate you for different reasons other than the generic, I'm a heel, instant heat. So, like... The formula. He comes out. Let me make fun of the city. Let me say I'm in the wrong city. Let me make fun of the people who are stupid. And it's the same for like I could do that. Anyone yeah. could do that. Like for for you to be a real heel. Like when Christian's coming out there, and I really didn't like this too much. But when he started like talking about fucking Jack Perry's dead dad and shit, I'm like, oh, like that's fucked up. Like you know, I'm like that was nothing to get it over with the crowd. Like insulting the crowd doesn't do much to me. That's cheap heat. That's cheap heat. It is cheap because, you know, if, if you're a, a New Yorker or a New Jersey person, New Jerseyan, and they insult Boston, you're going to be like, yeah, fuck Boston. That's cool. And then all of a sudden, like, you're, you're on their side. So mm -hmm. insulting the crowd only insults the people that are there. Right. But, you, you, you know, you're doing it city to city. You're not doing anything to really build that heel persona. Like, I could say Randy Orton, he's a good heel, you know, Shawn, it's people that do underhanded things. Even as much as I don't like him, Dominic Mysterio is becoming like a good heel just by the shit that he does. Yeah, like, you know, disrespecting his father and he's doing, you know, doing that. Like, I don't buy the cheap heat. That doesn't make a good heel for me. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it. The cheap heat is what we've talked about with the cheap pop. It's just the opposite. Remember Lesnar? How bad I hated Lesnar for a while, and yeah. he never said anything about the city. He never talked. No. He and now he talks, and I fucking love him. Yeah, but when he was throwing car doors at fucking the crowd and <laughs> shit, yeah. just hated him because he was just an asshole. Yeah, but there's certain wrestlers that you just look at, and they're so good at what they do, they're just like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, NWO is a perfect example. The original, the Outsiders, they go out on pay-per-view, Great American Bash in 95 or 6 or whatever it was, and they powerbomb Eric Bischoff, who's the face of WCW at that point. They're attacking, you know, they're invading the show. That they didn't do anything yeah. except talk yeah. and not even insult. They just talked about, oh, well, you know, you yeah. know why they you don't, yeah. it's, and all of a sudden everybody hated them. What about the, well, now we got to go switch over because I fucking hate MJF. Can't stand him. Well, I switch over now to the most important storyline, the Bloodline storyline, and what happened the other night. What did you think? What happened uh, last night? That was that was. I mean, I knew that was going to happen just because you know the speculation for us a mini match. I didn't know how they were going to do it, and it just kind of you know if, if everyone the roller coaster of emotions within five minutes of that match, uh, of the ending of the match, it was incredible. I was glued to you know n not to uh, no no cliche in intended, but I was literally glued to the television because Jay walks out and it's like okay the match and then. Sammy wins. Jay gets in the ring, confronts Jimmy. Am I getting the names right? Yes. Confronts Jimmy. He's got his arm on him. I'm like, oh, he's going to fucking, he's going to super kick him. He's going to push him over something. Then he walks past him. 
He hugs Sami Zayn, and I'm like, and I'm I'm waiting for that little thing on the corner, you know, the the Titan Sports, you know, presented by 2020. We the ones. Yeah, and I'm just waiting for that little box in the corner to say it's the end of the show. And I'm like, okay, now he's backing up. Why is he backing up? Okay, what? The? And then he super catches like, oh Jesus Christ! Like, and you're right. It was just like it was. You're sitting there staring at the TV, going, "What's how, how are they going to resolve this? What's going to happen? It better not end with nothing yeah. happening." Right. And the thing is, like, I watched it, and I will say again, and I know I didn't like them for a while either, but arguably the best head team to me that has ever wrestled in the WWE has they have to make the argument that the Usos are the best wrestlers in the ring with their fucking storylines with their facial expressions with the way that they they portray they have to be in that conversation no doubt absolutely. about it absolutely 100% and <clears throat> it's funny cuz there was a lot of shit on Twitter last night like why did Cody come out why did Cody come out you have to, <clears throat> huh you have to, they're going to set up like a three way fucking match I'm sure well, there's a – I forget who was talking in the foreground, but in the background, you see Cody talking to Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And Triple H has been so good with this, having the background story going on at the same time. Yeah. So you have to be watching everything. And apparently yeah. there was a segment where Cody was talking to Kevin Owens in the background. So that's going to lead to something. Maybe Kevin Owens – maybe it's a three-way match with Solo Sokoa, the Usos, and, you know, uh, Cody. Roman and the Usos. Something and it's after WrestleMania, like something's gonna happen. But there's this is how the Bray Wyatt storyline should be going, where every week is something where you want to see it next week. And, uh, and the Bray Wyatt storylines is doing the complete opposite. And I feel like it's maybe like you know Kevin Owens keeps refusing Sami Zayn, blah blah blah. And maybe it's Cody that's like, listen, man, you know this guy's been with you forever. You know he made a mistake. You know maybe that's what he's doing. Yeah, and he wants to bring them together. Hey, I was talking to Cody backstage. And he was right, you know. You know, fuck the bloodline guys. We need to stick together. We need something. something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And and, and I, I agree with you a hundred percent when it comes to this Bray Wyatt, Bobby Lashley, Uncle Howdy, whatever the fuck is going on. Because now another now Uncle Howdy came out and fucking beat him up or some shit, and then it's just getting to the point like fucking do something. Like, I mean, just- I, I know I said it before WrestleMania, and I'll say it now. They had they at this point like I'm still not a hundred percent against Bray Wyatt right now. I'm like eighty percent, but if they don't culminate this at WrestleMania, I am off the Bray Wyatt train. I'm off because now it's been going on at, at WrestleMania. It'll be like eight months at this point of nothing. Ha- it'd be like it's like an eight month Skinamarink movie where nothing's happening. WrestleMania has to be the and I like your theory: the Hurt Business versus the Wyatt Six. Yeah, that it, it. I feel it's just very stagnant. I, it just it's it's like walking the opposite way on an escalator. It's it's it has potential to bring you somewhere if you just stay still. Yes. But you're going you're fighting against it. Like you're like there's so many times where I'm like, oh here it comes, here it comes. They're putting the people in the crowd. Oh, the next time we see them, they're all gonna come out. Here it come, and then now he's LA. Oh, here it comes. Oh, Uncle Howdy's on top of the the fucking thing. He jumped yeah. on him. Like, why is he there? He attacked Bray Wyatt two weeks ago. What is going on? It, it's it's going. It's doing the opposite of. I, I am. I am me. I am you. I am Bray Wyatt. I'm the fiend. I'm Oka. You're obviously not any of them. Yeah, I mean you're Bray Wyatt. That's who you are. Yeah, uh, and the hurt business. So you got to put in who do you got then in the hurt business? You have Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, 
Omar, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. You gotta put the Street Profits in there. You could put those, you could either put the Street Profits or you could put in um Hit Row. Hit Row, I guess. You'd have to you would have to put Hit Row in there because the Street Profits are over. Yeah. Then you put the New Day in the fucking that would uh the New Day's still over. I mean, eight years. I mean, you know how hard it is for a, a gimmick yeah. like that to last eight years. But I mean the Herp is maybe I think you gotta put the I think you gotta put Hit Row in the Hurt business to get them over because yeah. they're not over, dude. That girl sucks. They're fucking top dollar. He's terrible. Yeah, the, terrible. I never watched them that much in NXT, and then I saw them a little bit when they first came up to WWE. I was like, all right, they're not bad, and then they got fired, and then they came back. It's like, oh, cool, hit Rose back, and then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, these guys suck. Suck. They were talking about bringing AOP back, and I fucking hope not. Oh, I hated that. I know they had great matches in NXT, but. I just did not like them. If you're going to bring back any team that had had potential, but then they fucking buried them on Raw, was, uh, what the fuck, I don't even remember their names. The Ascension? The Ascension. Well, they're the, awesome at NXT. The problem with the Ascension is one of the guys is in Impact, yeah. and the other guy wrestles indie shows every once in a while. But uh, anyway. Uh, one one last thing about Raw last night. I'll see you It was so fucking good. And I was never, ever a Cena fan until right. I started seeing him in like the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker and, I, and like yeah. even like some of his you know comedic roles, I'm a huge Cena fan now. And he came out and we predicted this a year ago that yeah. Cena and Austin Theory would be having a feud. And of course, Cena gets to the ring before he can say a word. Theory comes out. Did you watch the promo? Cena is so fucking good. He buried Austin Theory. And it yeah. did it in such a way where you couldn't even be mad. Like, if you were Austin Theory, you had to just sit there and go, this is the greatest thing that's happening. I'm being buried by John Cena. Yeah, when it he said, so at least I don't have to have um, them piping in crowd noise because no one cares about my match. Yeah. Like, like, damn. Every, and then he's, when he's like, even if you lose, you lose everything. If you win, you still lose everything because the next day you got to come out to the most brutal you know, ruthless crowd the night after WrestleMania all by yourself and stand there and talk. It's like, gee, and you know, nobody cares about you. And in theory, you're great, but you're nothing. And you, and then he nut taps him and he goes, Oh, you better work on that down. It was just everything about the, and you know what? Not one. He said crap and ass. Yeah. Oh, but he didn't have to say you're a fucking joke and blah, blah, blah. No, he just buried him as a face. He buried yeah. the heel. Yeah. And, I don't think it's going to make Austin Theory better. I, I just personally don't get Austin Theory matches. I don't find him entertaining to me. He's better in this iteration than he was with the Tyler Breeze gimmick, essentially. But I don't even think John Cena fighting him is going to get him over. I don't. I think it's going to get him maybe over more as a heel that people will hate him. But um, but he's already got really bad, bad heat. But where does it go from here? Do you think Cena loses? I think Cena wins. And wins the U.S. title. Well, you you're the one that said I believe that he has a contract, right? He's it's not like a one or two time off. Like he's signed. Well, for I think this is going to be his last run. So here's what I'm thinking: He wins the belt at WrestleMania. Then Theory's chasing the belt again, which sometimes that works better for somebody chasing the belt. Cena has it X amount of months. Maybe he has it just one pay per view. Maybe he has it all the way to SummerSlam. Theory works his way back up, and then he beats him, and then. It's like, okay, you had your chance with Cena at WrestleMania, you lost, but then you worked your way back up, and then you get your, you know, you then you win. 
Does Cena go for the world belt? No, I don't think he will. To get 17 time to break the record? It depends on who wins at WrestleMania. I think if, if Cena loses and Cody wins, I think if Cena loses, absolutely not. If Cena wins I've, and then Cody wins, yeah, I think he'll go for the belt against Cody. All right. Well, we'll see. I guess if you have nothing else and yeah. I have nothing else, do you think it's time? And now, without further ado, free floating hostility. So I hope you're ready for a little random anger. So our very, very, very first official free-floating hostility was because of something I was calling parking lot privilege. And that's where people either back their cars up while you're walking or they walk behind you when you're backing up or they try to they put, they block the whole row so that they can back their cars in. And Vinny, you said you wanted to revisit this. Yes, because I found one another thing to add to this parking lot privilege. That happened to me yesterday. And what would that be? I go to Walmart, which I do a couple times a week. I go in a go down the lane, you know, follow the arrows, and there's a car in front of me. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm just gonna wait for them to go into a spot, and I'm gonna go into a spot. I see a bunch of spots up, you know, maybe halfway up the lane. They're sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? They literally and say there's like five cars on each side. Okay. So they're waiting for the sixth car. On the left, and there's a six car on the right, and then an open space, which would be like the seventh spot on the right. They waited, they fucking waited at least three minutes for this other car to pull out so that they could park into that space. So they were one spot closer to the fucking door. And it wasn't like a fat person or a handicapped person or an old person. This was like a young girl that was like 19 years old. And let me guess, they. When they were waiting, they weren't like pulled to one side. No, right, right in the middle, fucking one. Right, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Couldn't get past her. Couldn't go out. So I had to wait. Literally, though, when after that car pulled out and they went straight and she pulled in, I pulled into my spot. It was out of my car, fucking at least thirty seconds before she got out of her car. Ugh. Or when you see people and they don't know how much space that they have, like they feel like they're they're fucking driving a limousine. Like you don't have to. It's not that hard to make a turn into a parking spot. Yeah, like if you're making you a left, K-turn. you don't have to go right first. If you have to K-turn to get into a parking spot, you're doing it wrong. You don't know how to park. Is it that hard to walk? It, 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 I get it if it's like inclement weather or you're handicapped or old or disabled or what have you. Is it that hard to walk 10 extra feet? Well, I mean, not for nothing. You are going to Walmart, so... They have to get closer to the place so they can get their rascal scooters so they can go around Walmart. I'm like, excuse me, can you grab that from the top shelf? I can't get out of my scooter. I saw a video the other day of a person literally hacking the shopping cart at ShopRite where you put the quarter in. They you get the that. quarter back. Those are the people that have, like take the chain and they wrap it all the way around and they shove yeah. the thing in. Yeah, so they can hack the shopping cart. Don't do that. Don't do that. But they won't walk an extra three feet because that's not what they want to do. But there should be police in parking lots. Well, sometimes there is. It's called mall yeah. security or yeah, like real police, like traffic cops, meter maids, crossing guards, crossing guards, and meter maids in in big set like like uh, in malls or Walmart or Targets or something like that. Mini malls, strip malls. 
Strip club. So if you fucking park and you're holding up the line, you're getting a loitering ticket. Yeah. You're loitering. Yeah. Or you're, you're idling. idling. You're idling. Yes. Yeah. Ticket. Ticket. That'll make people think twice. Maybe. Maybe. If you go and hit someone in the crosswalk. Attempted murder. You did that once in college. And then asked for her phone number. Statute of limitations. Can't charge her. Well, yeah, that's true. And she didn't get hurt. It's not like you hit her hard. You tapped her to get yeah. her attention so you can get her phone number. I was like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> You're like, look at that pretty lady. Donk. Hey, sorry. So much better if I wasn't nervous as hell and I went out with her and got married and had kids. That would have been like the greatest story ever. It would have been like the reverse back to the future. Hey, how did you, uh, you and dad meet? Well, dad hit me with his car and then asked for my number. And I knew I just wanted to suck his dick. I'd be like, this whore should have been jaywalking. Shouldn't have been jaywalking, whore. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, philosophy class, huh? All right, see you later. Not today, bitch. Dunk. <laughs> Someone's going to be late. Bink. <laughs> Don't worry. Daniels will write you a note. Tardy. Yeah, so that's something that we need to add. I need to add that. You know what else? What else? Have you ever shoveled? And we haven't get snow this year, thankfully. Have you ever shoveled a spot in front of your house or somewhere and someone else parks in it? Um, no, because I have not lived in a place that didn't have a driveway. But I can gather that can be very frustrating. I mean, you just see my, my house I grew up in. We had a driveway, but we also parked we one parked of our cars the on street. the street. The amount of murderous rage that enters your brain when that happens is insane. Now... I think in certain cities, they actually put, like, lawn chairs to, like, save their... Like, Boston, I think, is one of the cities where if you you shovel the spot out, you put a lawn chair there, like, the, everybody automatically knows, like, oh, somebody's already got that spot. Like, you don't move the lawn chair or your car's going to get smashed. <laughs> tell you, though, like, you're sitting there and you just shovel, like, three feet of snow and you're sweating. You know when you get that feeling, like, you haven't eaten, you're sweating because it's cold out and you feel like you're going to pass out and you just yeah. feel ill? And some asshole fucking parks right in your spot. You want to fucking rip their throat out. That's when you take little nails, about two inches long. And you just that. Well, you could try that. Or you just lean them against the front of their tires or and the back of their tires. So that way when they pull forward or back, the nail goes into their all four of their tires. And you go, what are the... That's why I was shoveling, trying to get rid of all the nails, officer. Funny thing. Before it snowed, a nail truck... Swerved to not hit a possum. Box of nails fell out all over the front of my house. And I was getting the nails up, but it snowed. So I had to dig through the snow to try to get the nails. I guess I didn't get them all. And, you know, I went inside to get my magnet to make sure I got them all. And by the time I came out, this guy was parked there. I couldn't magnet all the nails. Yeah. And, you know, I couldn't, like, I couldn't, like, just go underneath his car. you think I was messing with it. Yeah, and... I just, you know, I'm sorry that happened to him, but next time, don't park on my spot, asshole. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that part of parking privilege, the people that just can't walk more than five feet. What about, did we talk about the people that pull in front of the Walmart? No. Oh, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> that go and pick people up or drop them off or load their groceries in like it's their personal fucking loading dock? Now, I get, pulling, door. I get pulling in front of the building, but not blocking the front door. No, like, pulling in front in the crosswalk so that fucking Subob can put their fucking ramen and barbecue sauce into their vehicle. Right, right in the crosswalk. 
right in the crosswalk. Yeah, no. That no. Like, Jerry, Jerry, meet me in the front in 10 minutes because I can't push the shopping cart across the fucking this bitch just pushed this shopping cart around the whole fucking store. The whole store had a whole food shop. But when she gets outside, she can't go across to the parking valet service. I'm tired. I've just been walking around the whole store, and then I checked myself out. And then after I checked myself out, they made me reach and try to find scour scrounge through all the bags I had to pay for so I could take out the receipts so they could make sure that I wasn't shoplifting, Jerry. Even though that little beep, 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 beep thing will go off if I was shoplifting, but I don't want to walk all the way across the parking lot. Jerry. Yeah? Meet me in the front. Like, like when you say the front, you mean like... No, like in the crosswalk. Like, right in front. I don't want to have to go right or left. Yeah, but I want Hazel, to go right out there the door, right to the car. But Hazel, I don't think I'm allowed to park there. Hazel? Oh, we're on a first-name basis now? Um, You're calling me Jerry. All right. So, is that one of your whore's names? Well, no. I thought that was your, your name. You always it is, like but it is, but you usually call me bitch. I only call you bitch when you talk to me very harshly, Jerry. Jerry? Shut the fuck up, Jerry. I'm Pull sorry. I got the Cadillac. Pull in front. I don't want to hear no lip. And have the, those kids have, have those kids uh, sit on each other's laps. I don't got enough room in the trunk. Okay. Okay, honey. Fuck her. Yeah. Do you have? I love when it's like. Excuse me. Yes. Uh, this rye bread here. Is yes. this fresh? Is this fresh? Is it fresh rye bread? When she squeezes all the fucking bags of bread, be like, yes. It's fresh. Like, is this New York-style Jewish rye, or is it Russian rye? Oh, the bag just says it's Jewish rye. Do you have any without the seeds? I like the ones without the seeds. Like, do you see the ones without the seeds there? This feels like it's two days old. You said this was fresh. It's, it's, a little, a little it's, a, it's a little crunchy. It's a, this definitely this Jewish rye's been in the bakery in the oven a little too long. You know what I mean? Like, the one thing about Jewish rye is that you can't put it in the oven for too long because then it just gets too crunchy. And everybody knows we want our Jewish rye fresh. If you're going to put a bunch of Jewish rye in the oven, you got to make sure they're not crammed up and you don't put them in there for too long. And take all their shoes. Um, the shoes are the ends of the bread. That's what they call it, don't they? The ends of the bread are called the shoes. So you got to make sure you take all the shoes before you put the Jewish rye in the oven. And make sure you put UPC symbols on all of them, too. Yeah, I want to be able to scan them. We have to know that all of our loaves of Jewish rye are accounted for. So you got to make sure they have numbers on them so I know when they were baked. Yeah, so do you see those people taking the fuck? They're squeezing the fruit, squeezing the bread. I don't want, especially now, I don't want your fucking hands on everything. Like, I can literally go into the supermarket, look at a vegetable, and be like, eh, that looks good. In the bag. <laughs> oh, look, there's no brown spots on it. Even if it's not ripe now, it'll be ripe tomorrow in the bag. Oh, apples come in their own bags now. Even better. And oranges. Grab the bags. I have a friend that whenever she goes shopping, she literally, if, like, if, if she finds a pair of shoes or a toy or, or, or whatever it is, if she picks it up to look at it, that's not the one she buys. She puts that one back and yeah, takes another yeah. one. Always. Can I ask you a question? Because there's one more thing I have to talk about shopping, which made me absolutely fucking crazy. And it has to do with COVID. Okay. When you 
I don't know if you did or not. I don't know. I know I didn't because I find it to be insane. But if you did it, that's fine, but I'll still call you insane. Did you disinfect your groceries? No. I would. Wa- I mean, I wash fruit and vegetables off. Oh, well, yeah. That's different. But I'm saying, did you take, like, sanitary wipes and wipe down your bags of, like, potato chips? And, like, did you ever see people do that? So, when COVID first started. Right. In March of 2020. 2020. Nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew how you can catch it. You know, there was rumors it can get on your shoes. There was rumors right. it can get on your clothes. Like, nobody knew. It was like when AIDS came out. Nobody knew. So... The extremes I would go, like, when I used to go to the liquor store, or the, you know, that's when I started doing Instacart and, like, Costco and stuff like right. that. When I would go to the liquor store, like, I literally, I felt like a bank robber when I would go, because I didn't have ma- the mask at the time, because they were sold out. Okay. So I had a bandana. Okay, yeah. I'd put, like, a bandana around my face, but then okay. I'd, I'd have rubber gloves, because, I like, okay. I didn't know. And then when right. I got home, I took my shoes off. Understandable. Okay. Yeah. Got home, took my shoes off before I got in the house. I had the rubber gloves when I and I had the bandana. I literally felt like I was robbing a bank, putting the bandana across my face, and then putting rubber gloves on in front of a liquor store. And I was just going and but like I never disinfected anything. Like my hand I'd wash my hands, obviously. Well, yeah. yeah, obviously. But you know, and, and all people like douse their groceries in like hand sanitizer and Lysol. Like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? First and then when it came to like like I did do DoorDash. Like I was a driver for DoorDash and for a bit, and it, it's great. You know, uh, obviously COVID changed the rules when it came to food delivery, which is amazing. Um, but I found it funny because people wouldn't go to the store to go shopping because they're afraid of getting COVID, but they would trust a complete stranger to shop for them and bring home the groceries. <laughs> Meanwhile, they could have been coughing and sneezing and rubbing snot all over their shit. Yeah. <laughs> the entire time. Like, there's people at DoorDash, literally have gotten their food, and a whole thing of fries is missing because the person got hungry while they were driving. Which is weird because you're you're there. Just order another thing of fries. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, how it, the, the shit was so insane. But I've literally seen people like, oh, I have to disinfect my groceries now. What? Wow. It's already in your house. Yeah. If, if COVID was airborne at the time or whatever, you already have it. <laughs> you brought it into your house. Like... Like, I remember when I was at work and they were like, oh, this guy's got COVID. Take him out of his room and bring him to the clinic, which is across the, the way, pretty far distance. Walk him all the way over there and then have him get checked out and then put him in another room if he's got COVID. I'm like, why don't we just have the nurse come to his room and keep his room locked? Why the fuck yeah. are we taking him out and walking him through the whole facility so he can spread it to everybody? <laughs> and they're like, oh, wait, that's a good idea. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, wow, you just solved COVID. <laughs> Crack the case. <laughs> like, literally, don't go anywhere. Just don't. Like, if we did, like, remember, like, the two weeks to stop the spread? Yeah. Honestly, if we all just didn't go anywhere at all, anybody, it would have been over. That's the thing. Like, I, I used to laugh when people go, six months into two weeks to stop the spread. It's like, yeah, because you fucking people just didn't stay home. That's all you had to do. You were being paid to stay home. And I get it. People have to go to work. But, like, if the majority of people just stayed home, in two weeks it would have been over. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, fuck those people. But you know what? It's Tuesday. You know what that means? Taco yeah. Tuesday. You love Taco Tuesday. And then Thursday will be Thirsty Thursday. And then it's Happy Friday. And then... Sunday Fun Day. Sunday Fun Day. Manic Monday. Manic Monday. Oh, fuck. 
you. Tuesday Booze Day. Fuck you. If I have to scroll through Facebook or Twitter or Instagram with jerk-offs with fucking mimosas in their hand and it says Sunday Fun Day. Are they at brunch? They're at brunch or they're just sitting on their lanai or whatever with a glass of champagne. Sunday Fun Day. Oh, fuck you. Some of us work. What about, uh, do you like that or International like Oatmeal Cookie Day? Love International Oatmeal Cookie Day. <laughs> every day's a holiday. Yeah. But it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, it, Is not, every oh, Sunday Not No, Sundays suck. Sundays do suck. You get football, you get racing, you get wrestle, you know, you get pay-per-views for the most part, and then you're going to work tomorrow if you're a nine-to-fiver. Yeah. People like us, we work most work. Sundays. And I work overnight. Yeah. So Sunday sucks. Sunday sucks. Oh, happy Friday. Sorry, fucking lady. Not all of us have Fridays or have Saturdays off that we can be like, happy Friday. My Friday is usually Sunday. My Friday is usually my, my Friday is Friday to me is Tuesday. Yeah, Friday to me my is, Friday is Monday. Saturday is my Monday. Friday. Tuesday is usually Sunday. So what about sun's out, guns out? That's just any jerk off at the beach with a tank top, usually fluorescent yellow, and they have those you know those sunglasses like they go like the ones that fucking the Brian Cosworth used to wear. The wraparounds? The, no, they're like the shine. They're like yellow reflecting. And they're like, oh, like, uh, like the, like I wear to go fishing so that I can see through the water. See through the water? No, they take the reflection off the water surface so you can see the fish in the water. Yeah. I'm talking about the ones that like Sting used to wear in the 80s. Oh, like really, really yellow. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I know what you're saying. Or the blue. blue they always have, they always so have what a really day don't you like? Like if I was like, hey, um, it's Thirsty Thursday. Oh, so today's the only day I can drink? Thursday? Because oh, it's thirsty. It's the, the only day you'll be thirsty. No, you're telling me that it's thirsty Thursday, which means Thursday's thirsty. The day of the week is not thirsty. The person's thirsty. You don't like tacos on Tuesday? I like tacos every day of the week. Taco Monday doesn't go well. But do I have to sit there and go, man, I really, really want to make fucking tacos, or I really want Taco Bell? It's like, oh, I Monday. can't. It's Monday. Shit. Margarita Margarita Mondos. Oh, I can't have a margarita today. It's Wednesday. Why not Wednesday? Wape, waping, waping Wednesday. Waping Wednesdays. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think it's a necessity. I think people need to have something to look forward to. Because you're a miserable prick. Doesn't mean everybody else has to be. Yeah, it does. Maybe everyone has a regiment where they only eat tacos on Tuesday. Maybe that's their thing. Well, then they're lame. You're just lame. Dude. That means you're, you're oh... Hey, uh, hey, Becky, you want to, uh, you want to go out on Friday and get some tacos and margaritas? Ooh, I would love to, but Friday, it's fajita Fridays. Oh, uh, I'm not a really big fan of fajitas. I love tacos and margaritas. Well, well, what are you doing Tuesday? Uh, I work during the week. Oh, that sucks. I'm going to find the guy that can take me out for tacos on Tuesday while you work your shitty job. That's, and that's life right there. That's life. Yeah. But hey, uh, I have hey, something uh, real quick that I would like to mention, which I hear women say all the time. Get off me. <laughs> Why? You don't have to do this at knife point. <laughs> no. <laughs> the rope's I'm, a little tight. And it, you see it a lot on dating sites. Looking for my last first date. I think we did talk about this. Did we? You know what? Yeah. What but if I murder you? That's def- that is definitely your last first date. <laughs> 
You know you're what else? Inviting serial killers to your life. Yeah. You know what else they say on dating sites? Always. I mean, I don't know what men's profiles say. I'm sure it's just dick pics and saying I like pumping iron or something. I don't know. Want to fuck? <laughs> Want to fuck? Hey, here's my penis. I haven't tried that yet. Maybe it would work. It might. Girls will like it'll say like you know about me, and the first thing they'll say, I love to laugh. I would love to see one that says, I love sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> I love just putting the shower on and curling up in a fetal position. I love pissing my pants. I will say, on another tangent, I shit my pants last week. You did shit your pants. Very, 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 um, very emotionally distraught over the whole thing. I've come close a few times, but so my sphincter muscles are fucking tight mm, again. The fucking vacuum seal or like the airlock on the fucking spaceship. It's it's like a fucking security system where it's you know somebody's trying to break out and they hit they cross that beam and the fucking door comes Vault, down. Vault's closed. Vault is closed. <laughs> the fucking dial starts spinning. <laughs> no, listen, so I I went to go get something to eat and while I'm driving there, I started to feel like that gas pain. You know, like stabbing, like paralyzing gas pain. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just sit inside. But I still went to go get something to eat. I got a buffalo chicken wrap, which was delicious, by the way. And then on the way home, <clears throat> I literally was at the light, like half a mile from my house. And I held on because the pain was so bad. Like, I was like seriously paralyzed. I'm like, oh, my God, my fucking intestines are going to explode right now. I'm going to die. I get home. I get out of my truck. And the pain hits again. I'm standing there. And I'm on, like, holding on to the side of the truck and, like, shaking. And I could literally trying to clench my butthole so tight, and I could feel a little bit just seep out. Like it's like when you you put too much play doh back in the jar, and you press the top, and it comes a out. A little bit comes out. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. And I literally I looked at my wife, and I was like, I just shit myself. <laughs> it's a waddle upstairs. I got in the shower. Well, I finished. I got in the shower, and I had to put my underwear. It, it wasn't like I really shit myself. I sharded. I put it in like a plastic bag and throw it. It was so embarrassing. Have you ever gotten to the point where it's like your pain is so bad that as you're pulling the pants down and you're dropping your ass, it's yeah. coming out? Yes. It's like Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> Pompeii all over my fucking toilet. You just look down and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> I just sat there and I have no pants on. I'm sitting on the toilet. <laughs> And I'm I don't sitting know why there, you're shitting with no pants on. It's so funny. I'm just, I'm just sitting there looking at my, my soiled drawers. And I was wallowing in my self-pity and saying I'm so disgusted of myself. And you're just like, oh, man, that buffalo chicken wrap was so good, though. <laughs> so good. And I will go go, go back. Uh, I think it was actually the night before I had something to eat. Chipotle. That's what I had. Chipotle the night before. Stop eating Chipotle. Just stop eating Chipotle. Yeah. You eat Chipotle like three times a week. It's so good. Never had Chipotle once. I'll unhinge my mouth like a fucking snake and just devour burritos. <laughs> Burrito Saturday. It doesn't even work. Bur Bur Saturday. After you shit your pants, though, I heard you did something that you uh, you really enjoyed doing, spending your time doing. Masturbated? Well, no, you usually furiously masturbate just to punish yourself. Yes. Or is that just Self me? Self-flagellation. I hate you. I hate you. And it's a mix of my lube is a mix of spit and tears. <laughs> oh, I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> no, I heard I heard you watched the good movie. What movie that been? It's a new movie. Uh, oh, no. 
It's yeah. uh, it's starring WWE superstar Batista. Oh yes, Knock at the Cabin. This is now an M Night Shyamalan revisited. It is. Fuck this man, and he keeps getting me. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a fucking cat with a laser light. Like I just keep falling for the same <laughs> trick over and over and over. It starts off like, okay, this could be interesting, and then it's just like, ugh. You suck. He named so, and he didn't even do his research. So it was a part where they, the guy, you know, all right. I'm not gonna be a little bit not PC here, okay? So bear with me. Okay. We talked about this last week. I'm pretty sure. But guess who the main characters are in the movie? Um, Batista. No, the uh, protagonists. Uh, it's a family, isn't it? Oh, it's a family. It's two men. Homosexuals. Who adopted an Asian baby. Okay. Then there's Batista, a white woman, a black woman, and a ginger. Ron okay. Weasley. So we hit all the spectrum. We had to hit all of them. Shame. Yeah. yeah, we had to make sure that we included everybody in this movie. Off the bat. Can all right. Cover all bases. Cover all bases. We're good. Check. Are we inclusive? Check. So then he didn't do his research when... Oh, sorry. So the premise of the movie is that these four people come to this cabin in the woods and they were sent a message from God stating that for years and years and years, families all over the world have had to make this choice when the world was going to end and they had to go find this family. And out of these three people, one of them had to kill the other one to save humanity. That doesn't sound, I don't know enough about the apocalypse, but that doesn't sound right. No. So these four random people get all these messages from God and say they have to go there and they're, their mission is to make them make a sacrifice. If they don't make the sacrifice, then the people that are there to threaten them with weapons wind up dying one by one and unleashing a plague upon the world. Okay. Now, are these the same four people throughout history? No. So there's obviously been people before them. So when those people died, did the plague get unleashed? I assume so. But at all these times in history, these families have made the sacrifice to kill one of their own. So all those, those four people didn't have to unleash the plagues. Okay. So every family in history, from the beginning of time, every time this situation came up, this random family, not one said, fuck off. Yeah, I don't care. Fuck you. Because they can live. The three of them can live, but the rest of the world will be destroyed. I'd be okay with that. Me too. I'm like, okay. No, it's really not that hard that to figure sounds out. Sounds like a big you problem. So it was like you, your mom, and your brother. And these four people come to your house and go, well, if, now you can't kill yourself, okay? But you have to. One of you has to kill the other person. You can say either you kill them, or there's going to be a plague on humanity, and you guys are going to live. So what you're telling me is, if I don't kill my mom or brother, everyone else dies. Or if they don't kill you. Or if they don't kill me, everybody else dies. Up. Yes. And we're but we're okay. Yes. Well, I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Yeah. So aside from that, so. Obviously, you know what's going to happen in the end of the movie. The only thing that I would say that about that movie that was okay is that you don't know whether they were lying or not, like they're part of a doomsday cult and nuts, or if they were like legit. Because shit does happen, but you don't know if it's just a coincidence or it's because of what they're saying is true. Yeah. It's Fuck almost it. as bad as, I don't know, a Tyler Perry movie. Why is this guy a thing? Or why was he a thing? I think he still kind of is because Medea is still making movies, isn't she? Medea, 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 Medea. I want to 
um, explain something to you, sir. What? There's first of all, no one asked for a Black Mrs. Doubtfire. No. And the eight <laughs> movies of a Black Mrs. Doubtfire. That's exactly what it is. Well, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus is a Doubtfire. No, she's actually supposed to be a woman, not that. But also, can we stop pretending that this is Tyler Perry's creation? Eddie Murphy did this shit with the fucking Nutty Professor. And Norbit. Yes, and but he did it originally with the Nutty Professor where he's every one of those characters. Yeah. And it's like, Medea sucks. It sucks. It's not funny. I've it's- never seen a Medea movie on principle because every commercial I see, I say, no, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> he made millions of dollars. Millions and millions of dollars being a mix between Professor Klump and Mrs. Doubtfire. And he had he had spinoffs. She's done everything. She's been to a funeral. She's been to war. She's, she's like Ernest. She's fucking, yeah, that's what I was going to say. She's the fucking Black Ernest. Yeah, Black Ernest. She has a Halloween. Did Medea go to jail? Uh, she might as well have. I mean, you know. She... <laughs> Medea joins a gang. Medea saves Christmas. Medea does the Crip Walk. This one? Yeah. You want me to tell you what Medea did? What did Medea do? She saved Christmas. She, she was scared. Was, straight. Oh. <laughs> Medea, the Diary of Black Mad Woman was the first one. Ready? Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Medea on the run. Okay. Medea's class reunion. Okay. Medea's witness protection. Okay. Who to a Medea Halloween? Medea Christmas, Medea's big happy family, Medea's family reunion, Medea homecoming, and Medea goes to jail. So literally, you just take out Ernest (laughs) and you have the Medea movies. Yes. So So literally, Tyler Perry ripped off Jim Varney. Yes. So Ernest had Scared Stupid, which was a Halloween movie. Christmas. Saves Christmas, goes to jail. Goes to camp. Yes. Goes to Africa. Yes. Plays basketball. Uh, I know I'm missing one of the uh, big four of the originals. Ernest. Look up some. Look up the Ernest movies. <laughs> Ernest saves Christmas. Goes to camp. Goes to jail. Scared stupid. Goes to school. Goes to Africa. Slam duck Ernest. Ernest rides again. Ernest in the army. In the army. That's yeah. So yeah. it's literally Medea is Ernest, but black and a, <laughs> and a woman. Yes. And actually, he played a woman. Actually, the woman that he plays as movies looks like a white Medea. Yes, because it's the one with like, I can't even do the voice. It's like, oh, yeah, I know. I it's like the old Jewish woman voice. Yeah. Yeah, with the, the big dress. Yeah. I know that I have to go to this one. So what we have figured out here on the Front Face Like podcast is that Tyler Perry ripped off Jim Varney. Completely ripped off Ernest. Took an Ernest character, made it black, and then took all his movies Another thing I see when we were talking about the dating sites and, you know, the women who say, I love to laugh. Right. And, you know, I, I, I watch a lot of television and I see commercials for shows that I've never watched, but right. I see the same commercial over and over. And a lot of it is reality shows. And right. one of the shows is The Bachelor. Right. And I've never watched it, but I see a bunch of commercials for it. Right. And I, I heard it on this commercial the other day, but then I hear, you know, in, in like competition shows, Survivor or road, uh, road rules, or, or, or exactly. race, the challenge, all that shit. It's when somebody says, I'm super competitive. No shit. Tell me more. I don't like to lose. I'm super competitive. Who wants is to there lose? Like, 
Is there anyone? My seven-year-old throws fits because he loses at a fucking board game. Is there anyone who set, sits there and is like, yeah, you know what? I'm not really competitive. I'm not trying to win. Hey, Vin, you win some, you lose some. I joined this reality show just for the experience. Hey, you know what? If I win, I win. That's great. But if I don't, say lovey. You know what? I go on American Idol just because I love to sing. Don't care about record contracts. No, but I'm super competitive. Super competitive. Is there, like, levels of it? Like, you're kind of competitive. You're competitive, then you're super competitive, then you're uber competitive. And then you're, like, overcompensatingly competitive. Super duper competitive. Yeah, like, you know, nobody's going on these shows just going, I really want to win. But, you know, can't win them all. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. Uh, kind of brings me to my uh, something else that uh, I see a lot. So, woman What's that? must Period. love dogs. Must love dogs. Must love dogs. Now, let me point something out real quick. I love all animals. I have always had cats. I've never had a dog, but I do love dogs as well. I don't understand dog people. I have a dog. You have a dog. You're not a dog per. When I let me clarify, people. Not everyone who has a dog is a dog person. Okay. And what I mean by that is that not every picture on your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed is your dog taking a shit or your dog eating or your dog sitting next to your face or your dog licking his balls. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the cusp. I have a cup. I have three cats, too. Listen, I have five cats. <laughs> if my cat does something... Cats that I've kind of adopted the one across the street because they always leave it outside, so I, I give it food and shit. Yeah. Listen, I take pictures of my cats if they're doing something cute because they're adorable. And I get that people do that with their dogs. But I don't understand people who have to be around their dog all the time. And they have to take, like, they look at their phone and it's like pictures. It's 9,000 pictures of their dog doing nothing. Or when they refer to their animals as fur babies. No, they're not. They're not. I don't have any kids. But guess what? You don't have a dog by being too drunk to pull out. I can tell you that much. Oh, I like, and my dog, it's like my kid. No, it's not. You can no. put your dog outside when it's because they got a shit. Try doing you that with your kid. You can literally leave your dog outside all day. No one will give a fuck. Yeah. In the cold. Go get out there, Sparky. Get out there. See you in a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Try you, can you can literally be like, put my dog in a crate for a couple hours. And be like, what do you think? Oh, he'll be all right. Imagine putting your kid in a crate for six hours and going somewhere and putting some food out for it. But, yeah, and some water. That'll be all right. You can chain your dog in your yard for hours. You can't chain your son to a tree for hours at all, really, I guess. You, you can't let your kid shit on the ground. Well, you're not supposed to. You don't throw sticks at your dog. I mean, your son. But there's something else I have. Well, speaking of dogs, do you ever like read a book, and then you like get to a page, and you're like, um, I'll start tomorrow. I don't have a bookmark. And you just I'll fold dog the page. You dog-ear the page. I dog ear the page all the time. Yeah. Easier way to find your... If you don't have a bookmark, just dog ear it. There's people that actually get offended over a book and a piece of paper. It's your book, though, right? Yeah. But even if I get one from the library, why can't I fucking fold the page? I got to buy a book. Now I got to buy a bookmark. Now I have to... Now me, an adult male, has to go to, I, I don't know, Hallmark or some other store because they don't fucking even sell them in the bookstore, I don't think, because no one uses fucking bookmarks. Uh, uh, uh. Let me buy a bookmark so I can stick it in my book. And then what if it slips out? The page then, you have no then I have no fucking idea where I left off in the book. What if someone's like, ha pranked you, pulled the bookmark out? 
if I can, if they unfold the dog here, I can still see where I left off. Still see the crease. You know what else pisses me off about books? Reading the words, but people that feel that they're so involved in the book that they're going to buy a lamp that they attach to the book. Fuck you. That's so they can read in the dark. Why don't you just leave the fucking light on? <laughs> Those are the same people that when you say, hey, I, I saw this great movie. I saw uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh, the book is so much better. Oh, don't get me started. Those fucking people. No, get started. Get, have, this is where you're supposed to get started. <laughs> but have you read the book? I, I, I watched the, the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I, I really enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. Yeah. I liked the cinematic way they filmed it, all the shots, and, you know, I think Elijah Wood did a great job. But did you read the book? No, I, I didn't read the book because I don't have, like, a so week. To, huh? So much better. So much better. But I, I don't have the time to sit down and dedicate no. myself. What do you mean you don't have the time? You watched a movie. Yeah, because the movie's three hours. I can't read a book in three hours. Why? You stupid or something? Yeah, very. By the way, the Lord of the Rings books suck. Never they read suck. them. I tried to read The Fellowship of the Ring, and half of it is them just running around singing stupid-ass songs. There's a reason why they make movies. Yeah, so that way you don't have to fucking, like... Read. <laughs> I've read two books that were movies. Right. I've read I've Johnny read Got the Gun and Clockwork Orange. Right. I've read Clockwork Orange. I didn't like the book. The book, I like the extra chapter. That's it. Just because it's not in the movie. But he like keeps going back and forth. I just don't. I just don't. It's like an endless cycle. And I can get a. I'm sure I'm going to get a bunch of fucking nerds message me on Twitter. But you don't understand the artist. That's, that's the same thing Hitler thought. That's why he bent on the book. Name me one book. One book that's made. $300 million in one weekend. I want to say in one weekend. <laughs> I could say, I could say in like a lifetime. $300 million, one book. Yeah. What book? What book? The Bible. People don't buy the Bible. You just get them at the hotels. No, that's the, the Galidian. What are they called? Gideon. Gideons. Avatar the Way of the Water made $1 billion in a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're throwing down. Yeah. In a weekend. I was saving this one for last. Yes. Artists. What is that? What is about artists that they have to be fucking weird and wacky and, oh, well, I'm really into art, so... What, can I, can I point something out to you? What? For, I don't get art, first of all. I do but art. I, will, I know, you do art. Let me explain something to you. Yes. What you what you do, this stuff, yes. is art. Yes. Picasso was an artist. Not a very good one, but yes. But it doesn't matter. He was an artist. What we're doing here is also considered art. Kind of, but yes. No, it's the art. Comedic, the comedic arts? Yes. So, I don't understand art for that very reason. That it's everything? That it's everything. And it's up for interpretation. No, not everything is up for interpretation. No. If you talk to an artist or an art enthusiast... When you look at a picture of the Mona Lisa... I see a woman with a shitty half smile. Not a very attractive I see, woman. I see an ugly woman that was probably sitting there for hours while Da Vinci probably was raping her in, in between sessions. And she's probably like, just get this fucking painting over with. I have to give birth to my illegitimate child. Sounds like you're an artist. You're an art enthusiast. That's I'm an art how, enthusiast. That's how they would explain it to me. I don't like abstract art. You make abstract art. 
That's not abstract. You know what it is. That's the eye of Sauron. Yeah, but it's not abstract. What about the other one? That's space. What about your circles? What circles? Your original pictures, the circles. Those are planets. There's not, nothing abstract about it. You know exactly what it is. Okay. Somebody could look at it and go, when you're dead, somebody's going to look at your art and interpret <laughs> it as <laughs> abstract. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, your I kids? think this is his interpretation of what every flavor of Skittles look like under a microscope. Exactly. <laughs> when you're dead, your kids are going to be selling your shit off, and they're, somebody's going to come up and go, Oh my God! Uh, this this piece speaks to me. It speaks to you. It speaks to me. Speaking of art, and we're gonna get into the dark arts, film. Ooh, cinema. What are we watching? Dracula. The book is so much better. They didn't make a book out of this one. Though. No, but the original Dracula book. There's so much wrong with this movie. I can't wait to watch it with you. When was the last time you watched this movie? Like two weeks ago. <laughs> wow. Okay, so it's fresh in your mind. Yes, you're gonna. You're just. You're just not gonna. No, no. I'm gonna hate you, aren't I? Yeah. Was he exclusive with Miramax? No, but they, them in New Line Cinema. Dimension though, too. Yeah, I think they were all connected. Dracula. Would you like how O is underlines for no reason? Well, the vowel. Well, not all. all the. Well, some Wes the E's. Vest Waven. Dracula. 2000. Because, you know, everything was about two, the year 2000. Everything in like 98 and 99 was 2000 something. Johnny Lee Miller, didn't he? Wasn't he married to uh, Angelina Jolie? He might have been. Look, it's a boat. So, this is them sailing from somewhere to somewhere. Danny Masterson? Danny the Rapist? Rapist. <laughs> Rapey Masterson? Rapey Ma Good old Rapey Masterson. <laughs> Omar Epps, the guy from Major League Two? Omar Epps? More like Omar Gooding, right? No. Right? So look, he's on a ship. Oh, no, he's not. He killed people on a ship, I guess. Why would he tie them to the wheel? Ships always had rats. So this is Dracula killing everybody, I guess? I'm, a, I'm assuming. I mean, that's a lot of work. Yeah, tie him to the big wheel. I was just throwing him over the boat. How many rats are on that damn boat? Scurvy. I only got scurvy from the oranges or something. Lack of oranges. Lack of vitamin C. What is with the feet? Oh, look. He's got footprints. Oh, it's a Harvey Weinstein film. That's why Rapey Masterson's in it. Ah, that makes more sense. He's in London now. He took it from... Now, I'm not sure there's a waterway from Romania to England. Oh, this isn't even a fucking Wes Craven movie. He just produced it. Yeah. I always thought he directed this. I guess we're just skipping the present day now? Yeah. 2000, London. Why did he stay in London so long? Two, why did he take a boat from Romania to London when he probably could have just taken a horse? Or walked. I mean, he's not doing anything else. I love this bitch, though. Jennifer Esposito. Oh, yeah. This is jerk off with a crossbow. They're collectors. It's Van Helsing. Christopher Plummer is Van Helsing? Why is Christopher Plummer mumbling? Because he's old. Oh, he's... Oh, He's saying to him, like, so he's pretending oh. that he's not real. Yeah, uh, Dracula exists in this universe, but the, the, the movie Dracula. Yes. So he's a antique arms dealer. Yes. A Spanish woman playing a British woman. Although that accent goes away. <laughs> oh, does it? She's like, I don't date you. 
I just don't want to date you, asshole. Because I'm hot, and you're probably uncircumcised. Because you're British. And we all know British people have anteaters. Wow, that's something that you don't see every day. <laughs> a, a black bobby? <laughs> black bobby? It's a black bobby! I don't believe you. Not, that's not real. You're not a real bobby. Why do they always feel like they need to make quips? What there he is. He, what was that? What did he just do? He threw a ball or something. Did everyone in the in the 90s and 2000s have these little computers that scanned everything and credit cards? And they knew how to hack everything. Oh, it's Rapey Masterson! Why does he have gloves for his own computer? I don't know, but why is the soundtrack in most movies so loud and the dialogue is so low? They're all dressed like they're in the Matrix. Annie Masterson's looking around for women to rape. <laughs> no one ever does that. No. There's a guy from... Uh, Scary movie. Been, yeah, and the guy, he was also in... Uh, Ed Man on Campus. Yeah. Oh, look. They just easily hacked this very, very secure facility. This easily. Because there's no other guards. Just the two in that room. Just the two. Oh, look, let's see. This might no be one. Omar Epps' worst acting job ever. Yeah, he was good in Major League Two and Boys You'll in the see. Hood. You'll see. The fuck is that? Leeches. Why? Leeches. Oh, you, they just have people's fingerprints, too. Oh, that's that fucking shit they did in National Treasure. Oh, and an eye scanner that happens to match. But you didn't have the guards beforehand, so how would you have done that? Oh, very easy to break into the safe. Wow, the technology in 2000 was way better than it is now. Danny, remember, no raping. There aren't innocent women behind this this security system, Danny. Why am I even here, then? Why is all that shit randomly there? Just placed randomly. Oh, does she know something's going on? Oh, oh she must. Oh, that's odd. Hmm, the safe is open and there's no guards here. I hope there's not a rapist down there, allegedly. No, he was charged. <laughs> I hope there's not a convicted rapist down here. Why would you go in there and not, like, call the police? Oh, a vampire skull. Why would you leave that there? In the hole? In the wall? Why would you have all these vampire skulls there? Oh, look, one of them's got, like, the Nosferatu teeth. <laughs> if you stay here, Danny's gonna rape you. She's in on it, so why did she pretend she wasn't when she walked in the vault? <laughs> Shh. Shh. Be quiet. You know, you only took out the guards. And you opened the vault. Then... At not one moment did they look at the skulls and go, hmm, there's something very odd about their teeth. It's kind of weird, because either they all have the same dentist, or they're vampires. But vampires are... There's, there's got to be somebody in this movie that says, vampires aren't real. Do leeches light up in color when you throw them in a fire? Oh, oh he's, he's a... Aren't you not supposed to shoot into the same holes you shot in before? He's injecting blood from the leeches in his body. Why? Do you want me to tell you? No, I guess not. Is he a vampire? No. Look at the. How do we get it? How do we get into this? It's got a chain and a lock on it. Oh no! How do we break the chain and the lock? Breach it. Breach it. You mean take the bolt cutters and just cut the chain? Oh no! We're gonna freeze it. That's a two-man job, by the way. Yeah. Why is there always a ponytail guy? Why didn't they just have a better secure door on this thing? Yeah, why did they have a giant vault safe <laughs> that was easily accessible 
and then have just a chain around the been, vampire door. It should have been the opposite. Yeah. What the hell is that? What do you think that is? That's a coffin, sir. Is there a body in there I can rape? Danny, enough! It's a coffin. It's not silverware. You can't eat with that raper. Look how great Omar Epps acting chops are. So good. What? Why would you hide money in a safe when you can hide it in a coffin? Within a safe. Because <laughs> literally a safe is more secure than a coffin. So their theory is that they'll break into the safe and then not open the coffin because they don't think there's anything worth a shit in the coffin. Oh, really? A seam in the coffin? You mean wow, what are the odds? Oh, here we go. No, Dracula. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not Jesus, it's Dracula. Oh, now your alarm goes off. Yeah. Would, he wouldn't have, like, motion detectors down there. Yeah, and laser security. Gotta Fuck wait till they actually steal him. Oh, look, here we go. Entrapment came out four years before this, and that's the whole thing with Catherine Zeta-Jones going through the lasers, and he doesn't have it? Wait, wait. Wait, time? The fuck out, pause. A bunch of criminals are robbing his vampire safe that he's got a coffin, which I'm assuming is Dracula in it, right? Yeah, you guess. So he gets his weapons out and he gets a gun and takes one bullet. It's a gun from like 1700. <laughs> it's, it's a one shooter. <laughs> okay. It shoots muskets, it shoots a dart, it looks like. You'll do what exactly what he tells you to do. Blow up the wall because you can't go out the front door. So wait, they... Oh, look. You can oh, suck the blood through the coffin. Here. So they went down into a catacomb, and there happens to be a light shining through the wall. Oh, they're fucked now. Yeah. I got my one-shooter. How convenient. How do you know it's clear? You just... The dust hasn't settled yet. Oh, they just conveniently have a tunnel. And I'm not leaving without raping you. So there. So I guess we're at a standstill. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny that the body goes up with the blades. It must suck to be like not being a movie long. It's like, hi, you're cast in this movie, but you're only going to last five minutes. And you're going to be brutally murdered. <laughs> Water. There just happens to be a river. How are they carrying the casket through all this? Yeah, it, I'm... It takes six people to carry a casket normally. That's a wood box. That's a steel yeah. box they're trying to carry. Who's this hot cunt? That's Maddie. Mary sleeps in her underwear. Mary's going to get raped if she goes around Danny Masterson. But they're all going to. Mary takes lots of pills. Oh, She's hi. Got... What? I said hi, sexy. That's Lucy. Lucy's a skank. I can tell. It's because she's got two different color hair. Yes, actually. And the dress. Look where it is. Ah, Nolans. Mardi Gras. Is it Fat Tuesday? This does have a really good soundtrack, though, this movie. I don't remember the soundtrack. Would you? Yeah. Which one? Both. I like British women's accents. No? No, I do, too. Look at this guy. This fucking guy. Didn't see that guy. I saw the silver and the gold guy. Yeah, I've seen the silver guy. Wow, they're across the road to the most dangerous part of town. <laughs> yeah. That street right there, there where you where you separate like the French Quarter from the ghetto. Yeah. 
which is literally like one block west of the Mississippi River. Oh, everything looks secure to me. What'd they steal? Dracula. Damn, bro. Are you hiding a body down there? Uh-huh. Confide in me. You always trust me before. Even though you're a grandfather to me. Oh, Simon. Fathers aren't supposed to touch you. But I am an uncle, so I can touch you. Uncle Tickles. Uncle Whiskey Breath. All right. So the thieves also had a plane. Oh, how convenient. And one of them's a pilot. They have a plane that can fly from England to the United States, to Louisiana. Like a 12-hour flight. Right. This movie definitely gets the award for the most fuckable... This ties the craft for the most fuckable women in a movie. Yeah, it's up there. She goes, we're not using explosives. Oh, you mean in the fucking plane? Don't use explosives in the plane. He puts stuff in, he takes stuff out. She's fucking sharp. It's hot, though. Hey, what happened to the blood that was all over it from our friend that got stabbed? Oh, it got sucked into the coffin. The acting is impeccable. Why am I listening to you, bitch? You were pointing a gun at me earlier. Yeah, you're lucky I didn't let Danny have his way with you. Oh, look, he had to cut himself. You know. Damn, there's no one in here, right? <laughs> Probably. How much blood was there off his fingers? Oh, smoke coming out now. He doesn't even notice it. Doesn't notice that. Room is filling with smoke. CGI is amazing. They couldn't use regular smoke machine. Yeah. Oh, look, he opened it. Now, if you were to open this, what would you do? I would not have opened it. And then the second thing I would have done was been like, if I did, I would have been like, ah, uh, guys, coffin's open. There's a body in here. There's no riches. He's got dry ice in there. Smells like the woman I raped. <laughs> do you get it yet? Leeches. He was injecting yeah. himself with Dracula's blood. Yes. But he keeps throwing the leeches in the fire afterwards, so he would have ran out. Unless he's going down there and taking the leeches off his body every now and then. That must be what he's doing. Oh. Cheap jump scare. Would that A leech would never stick to your face like that. I don't know. I've never encountered a leech. Unless you held it there. It wouldn't just stick to your face. Blaspheming. Do you think they told everyone to dress like the Matrix? Probably. And that movie, The Matrix, that came out a couple years ago was really popular. Dress like that. Yeah. Dress like the trench coat mafia. I'm not yeah. fucking with your body. So a leech just jumped and attached your eye. So let's get closer to the leeches again. Maybe it's a woman. I see long hair. Let's check Ooh. for a dick. That's nice exactly door. what he's doing. It's kind of a shitty cross. I think one ruby. His name is Nightshade. Is it? Are you touching that? No. No one heard that but him. Because he's facing that way. I know from working in a haunted house that this is never what a black man would do. No, they would he run would, and jump off the plane. He would say, fuck this. I'm staying where the people are at. Yeah. Only white people investigate. And that's why they never... Uh, for some reason, that's not why they don't die first in movies. <laughs> but they always investigate for some shit to happen. Yeah. Now I'm not going. Not even close. So Dracula knew that this guy would come here. <clears throat> So drop that helmet on his head. What's with all the tricking, trick, tricks and games? Dracula's a trickster. You just kill him. He's playing a game of hide and seek. Wait a minute, that coffin was open. Let me close this behind me. Hey guys, hi guys. The coffin's open. The raper's missing. The raper is gone. The raper is dead. Convenient slips. 
Where was he the whole time that he didn't see him? He was up he on top. Showing out on the top of the roof. <laughs> yeah. Is she wearing a bathrobe now? What do you think he is? Uh, Gerard Butler's fucking young as hell. Uh-oh. He sees pussy. You know what happened is after he drank Danny Masterson's blood, he turned into a rapist. He he got all the raper blood in him. So what are you doing? Why would you not go and grab her? You're just going to half-ass it. Oh, this is smart. So let me ask you a question. According to vampire lore, vampires have to be invited in, right? Yes. He was in another room, and then he walked into where people were. Wouldn't he technically have to be invited into that room? I think it has to be in the house. Oh, why is he bleeding? Not from that coffin. He obviously is from that coffin. Yeah, what else? Where did oh. he come from then? Now you're, now you're yelling? The best part about this is right now. Because now Dracula can control the weather. Uh, what? Since when can Dracula control the weather? Since sunlight hurts him. Now, again, according to Dracula lore, wouldn't all these people become vampires then? Look, Lucy's sleeping. I mean, Mary's sleeping in her room. In a virgin shirt. She's having visions of Dracula. Wow, it's like The Last Jedi. So she has visions and she thinks she's nuts. Wow, they actually did... He, they stole this for The Last Jedi. This whole, like, shirtless guy and girl force looking at each other. They obviously couldn't have stole this from The Last Jedi considering this was made in 2000. And the Last no, Jedi no. Was... They, the Last Jedi stole it from this. Wow, you smell like pussy. How would she know? Like, why did she walk like that? Like, she knew she was walking through something? Right. You were screaming, so I casually walked in to see if you were okay. Uh, oh, Mary, I heard you screaming. Let me just saunter over there and just check on you. There you go. Uh, uh, there's something so wrong with me, Lucy. Put my head in your bosoms. Confessing her sins. The priest wants to fuck her so bad. My vagin. Wow, I was in Mardi Gras at the airport. I didn't see signs that said welcome visitors or people with hats and beads like that. Costume. What's even better is he took a. How did he know that they landed in Louisiana? Because uh, he's Van Helsing. But this is the first news report he's seeing of them crashing in Louisiana. But do you know what Sarah's saying? Yeah. The only newscaster there. Oh, they show that on the news? No, they don't ever. They never show dead bodies. Look, look. The four bodies were removed to a tiny town hall being transformed into a morgue. Why didn't they just bring them to the morgue? It's only four bodies. Yeah, and they're right near New Orleans. Also, ready? Everyone's in Dr. Seuss house. There he is, right? He got a plane once in New Orleans. Just to say he knew that was going to happen. How did he know? He followed him? You can't really just, like, tail a plane. <laughs> you can't get on a plane and go, follow that plane! You have to be on the same plane. <laughs> Obviously on the same plane. Yeah. In two seconds. She didn't lose the sun in two seconds. The stupid bugs kiss her ass? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Why wouldn't she get in the front of the van and drive away? I hope it's not Danny Masterson outside that van. Because we all fucked then. <laughs> literally and figuratively. Oh, you got six-pack. Dracula literally doesn't have to kill anybody. He has no. the power to seduce women. I'd be the happiest person in the world if I had that power. Yeah, just seducing women. They both work at the CD store. Remember CD stores? 
You know how I know this is a movie and not really New Orleans? How? So many white people. Yeah, no, this is actually what that's actually what Mardi Gras looks like. Not across the street. No, not across the street. <laughs> I'm saying Mardi Gras, yes. Across the street, no. Yeah, no, not even close. I'm going to New Orleans June 26th. Oh, look, he just happens to know where the town hall is. I return to a mortuary. That door is wide open. Well, he saw it on the news. He knew that it would be open. Oh, let me get out my... They let him bring that on a plane. Are there no metal detectors? Well, it's pre-9-11, so maybe. Let me bring my dart gun. They were not even refrigerating the bodies. No. That should let them decompose right here in the hot Louisiana fucking heat. In the oh. gymnasium. There's three are gone. There's literally one latch to open that coffin. Yes. So he got me on the exact same... He went on track because I was on the same flight as you. And you didn't even notice. What are you doing? No, she's dead already. Why? Who cares if you say her? Oh, she's even hotter as a vampire. Mm. Oh, I can do gymnastics now. Vampires are really good at gymnastics. Oh, oh no, he's going to rape you. Nah, no more raping for you, son. He got shot in the chest. Why is he holding his? Why was he holding his eye? Why, I'm Selena. Does he really believe that the woman that was in the body bag is the girl that he loves? The one, the one that was in the body bag, <laughs> and then woke up with sharp teeth. It's not a zombie movie. Listen, I know he didn't say yet. The undead. Wait, that didn't kill Danny Masterson? Why do white people investigate everything? We are the yeah. worst. The worst of the worst, white people. I'm going to rape you. Terrible shot. They used all your things on Danny Masterson. Way to go, dude. You literally wasted all of your ammo. Oh, it's got a knife in the handle. What happened to wooden stake through the heart? Doesn't apply. Silver or chop their head off? Silver's werewolves. Oh. Wouldn't you just fucking... There you go. Oh. Omar F sucks. Oh my god, it's awful. Why would he fall? Can he just fly? And why does he not hear any of this? What's him being an atheist have to do with... Vampires. And crosses. There's a Save the Last Dance guy. Oh yeah, that is him. How'd she get there? He's a vampire. He's a wampier. I would probably let her do it. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm a vampire now. Well, she might bite your dick, though. Danny Masterson would have finished her. Yeah, with his dick. He won't have a lot to explain because no one knows he's there. All right, here's my question. Once they free her, she's just going to let them take her? I guess so. Is that a rental car? Well, I mean, it's not their car, so of course it's a fucking rental car. They're from England. Because <laughs> he took a taxi. Yeah, where the fuck did the car come from? <laughs> he had all the vampires destroyed except for Dracula. Draculia. Couldn't just say Dracula. Draculia. But not a myth. Actually, it's Dracula 2000. Yeah, Twilight doesn't come out for like another 15 years. Then how did he have them stored down there? Like, what was, like, what was the secret? Oh, here you go. This is like the fucking 1700s here. He was keeping himself alive with the leeches. Oh, fooled you. The mirror. Very elaborate plan. Oh, so he got some of Dracula's blood in him. 
I would be his keeper forever. Why wouldn't you just throw it in the bottom of the fucking ocean? Yeah. I'm going to keep it somewhere that people can find it eventually. Carfax. Carfax. The, pl- yep. the thing that you put in to find out if your car had an accident. Use the blood to stay alive. The pulse all things Christian. Absolutely there by accident. Yeah. If they didn't steal him, he would still be in your vault. They were flying to Louisiana. He didn't know where Mary was. So he fucked a woman, had the daughter. So she's oh, so got that's Dracula's daughter? Oh, Dracula's blood is in him. In our, uh, he's like, I really wish I would have given up being a priest. You should tell me what it was like to kiss him. Show me on my mouth and my penis. I don't really understand what you mean by you kissed him. Show if me. Reenact it. Maybe I can get down to the bottom of it. And he wants- where were, where were his hands? Were they on your breasts? Does he want you? Like, can I show you how he wants you? He wants your soul. I want your pussy. Where did Dracula get the outfit from? I, maybe he did uh, Kyle Reese. Eh, another guy. Bloodline. Another guy dressed like he's in the Matrix. How does he know English? Because he's Dracula. That's not real. They don't do that anymore. Dracula. I know what that means. Yeah, it's the Judas thing, the money that he was paid to betray Jesus. I saw this once when yeah. it first came out. Why would she let them take her, bring her to a fucking police station, and put her in a hospital gown? She could literally just kill all of them. Why is that guy in a lab coat? Because he's a doctor. I mean, I would have been like, yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not hanging around. I'm gone. Wouldn't you leave? Yeah, I'd be gone. Probably not normal. Really? Because it's pretty small. The outline, what is with the sexualization? Look at this. Look at it. She's hot. How did he get in the room? I've been there. Jelly rolls? I've been You've been in New Orleans before? Yeah. I was at, what's the one that's the oldest bar? Um, Lafitte's blacksmith shop. What's the one that was on Bar Rescue? Toad? Uh, uh, Spirits. I was there too. Oh, right. I have the cup right there. Still there? Yeah. At least, I mean, I haven't been there in four years, but my God, Monster Magnets sucked. I heard you were the biggest Monster Magnet fan on planet Earth. No, you're the one who used to walk around singing Space Lord. Space Lord, mother, mother. Ugh. Great song. One of the greatest songs ever made. Sure, buddy. Space Lord is like the number three best song. Maybe number five, not number three. Imagine having that power. I would just fuck every woman. Everyone. Every single one. And he doesn't even have that power because he's Dracula. It's just because he's Gerard Butler. He's like, look, I'm another one I'm going to fuck. Oh, I liked it when you walked through me the other day. Yes, I'm looking for Symphony. Oh, why are you looking for Mary? She's a prude. What do you want that cunt for? I'll suck your dick. She won't. I've never had a, anybody introduce themselves to me with their full name. I've never kissed anyone's hand like that when I was introduced to them. No. Wow, guy, I just met. You can come right back to my place. Hey there, you home? Good. You're not? I'm going to fuck this guy. He was literally going to leave. Dracula was just going to be a gentleman and leave. Dracula was going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to rape you. I'm not Danny Masterson. I know I kind of have the hair in the outfit, but... And I sucked his blood, so it's kind of like inside me. They live in a house? Yeah. Working at Virgin Records. Oh, it used to be her mom's. But why does she look like Christopher Plummer? Interest you in a cocksucking? Uh, he doesn't drink coffee, get it? Because he drinks blood. Yeah. I love blood and vagina. Um, Are you on your period? Dracula. Why was she taking her shirt off at the top of the stairs? Because she wants to fuck him. 
banging her. Let me, let me guess. Dracula 3000 is about the baby he impregnates in her. Oh, look at this. Look. Wow. How do you She's fuck not... somebody in midair? She's 30 feet above her bed. Not creeped out at all. No. Like, good thing they didn't hit the ceiling fan. Oh, nice titties, Lucy. Lucy got fucked and I didn't again. Oh, I guess I'm going home and masturbating again. Jolly ho. She left with the guy that was looking for you. How does he know that she works at Virgin Records? Uh, the phone book? Yeah, how'd you find her? No, how did you find her? Yeah, we're not speaking until you tell me how we, you found me. We want to know the answer. He bet he never answers it. There's an elevator door in the fucking loading dock. All right, I'm going to ask you another question in a second, too. All right. Why is she going out the back door? Why are you afraid of him when there's... Why is the vampire dressing up as a homeless person? Oh, it's Omar. You didn't recognize him? What are you trying to and say? All black people look alike? And once you become a vampire, you know Kung Fu. Yeah. Well, didn't you see Blade? He sucks. You got me thinking you're a fucking terrible actor. Why did it take so long for that silver to affect him? Yeah. I thought he was an atheist. No, I'm fine. Vampires don't have to beat people up. They could just bite them. With a Never what? Fuck with an antique stealer. No, that's not what he said. That can't be what he said. Never fuck with an antique stealer. Ready? Oh, Dracula can use the force, too, and pull the gun away. Yes. Change the weather. So pretty much The Last Jedi is just Jacko 2000 revisited. Yeah. Why do you care, though? Right here, right now. So the guy who's like 150 years old who's not a vampire should be dead right now. That would have snapped his neck, you would think, right? Yeah. Children playing and screaming. You know why? Because they're in New Orleans and someone's getting shot. Dracula 3000. Dracula dies in shootout. Drug deal gone wrong. Dracula in the hood. Dracula in space. Remember vampire in Brooklyn? I'm going to die. You know why? Sucks. <laughs> you can just tell it sucks, right? You just tell it sucks. There's like majority of the movies you can just tell it's going to suck. Yeah. So what were the directors and the producers thinking? This is going to be a huge hit. You could know huge. it sucks. Like, this is going to suck. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that one. As a vampire. But get this. In Brooklyn. he got to have long hair, though. Well, obviously. They should have made a... Oh, that's going to work. Is it because it's a bat? Like a vampire uh, uh, bat? Uh, uh, Get it? Uh, uh, Say oos. Look, it says oos. Oos! What happened to Christopher Plummer? They're in their 20s. Do they really have the clear telephones? Yeah, I had a clear telephone in like 96, like when they were popular. Who pulled the phone in? Or did they use the force? Oh, it looks like someone's under the blanket. What are we investigating? Phone? Oh, we're going to hang it up? Yeah, make the priorities. Hang the phone up. Oh, we stabbed someone under the bed? Why is there so much blood on top of the bed then? Yeah, how did the blood get up there? Why would the blood be on top of the bed if he got stabbed under the bed? Oh, Christopher Plummer's dead? Yeah, he's dead. But why is his blood on top of the bed? A lot of blood. Would never happen. No. Through his neck. Did, you say, did she say father? Yeah, that's her dad. Oh. I told you that. No, you didn't. Yeah, I said he fucking took the blood from Dracula and he fucked a bitch and then had this girl and then her Dracula's blood's in her. Why would that happen? When she should be literally walking down the stairs right now. 
Yeah, she she's walking down this long hallway that would literally she would have walked into the wall. She looks good. Are you the reporter? Brown hair. Oh, I know. A dick. Why are you crawling sideways on the wall? I hate when they have to have people in the movie tell the the protagonist the story. Yeah, it, it moves the plot along. They have to explain the whole plot of the movie. Oh, you didn't know? You have the essence of the blood of Dracula that your father had. Why is that hallway still there? This is not my house. This reminds me of Resident Evil. I'm a cadaver. Now she just smacked into the wall. Whack. What's he doing? Wait, is he turning into a werewolf now? Turning into a werewolf for what reason? Crack dealers, oh, help me, crack dealers. Oh, there's the werewolf. He was running like monster man. <laughs> oh, that's Canal Street. So now they have his journal. Why, if he had Dracula's blood, why would he use it on a woman? Or is she the only way that can kill him? If he had Dracula's blood and then fucked her mother, why would he inject it with Dracula's blood? Why would he inject who with Dracula's blood? Doesn't she have Dracula's blood in her? Yeah, because she was born from the mother who got his sperm. But why? He's like 175 years old. Why is her mother fucking a guy from the fucking Victorian era? I don't know, but she did. Oh, oh, there's so many men around. Let me go fuck Christopher Plummer. He's rich, apparently. Let me go fuck the antiques dealer. They never fuck with an antiques dealer. There was one part we missed, but he said, Christopher Plummer said, he's Nosferatu. They're Nosferatu. The original vampire. But they well, said he said about the vampires that they're Nosferatu. No, they're vampires. They're not Nosferatu. Yeah, no, well, Nosferatu was the, that silent movie. Yes, but he, Christopher Plummer says that all the vampires... Instead of the undead, he says they're Nosferatu. But they're vampires. Yes. Not Nosferatu. Nosferatu is a specific vampire. Yes. Like Dracula. You don't call all vampires Draculas. <laughs> no. Now I'm going to, though. Yeah. Are they at the church? They are. Is David going to be like, who's this fucking cop? Oh, is this the guy you're fucking instead of me? Oh, because we're, he's uncircumcised? Are all churches just open all the time? All the time. Always with the candles. Always. That's a fire hazard. The father kept us safe from this evil for a hundred years. Now we're fucked. I'm not my father. Well, if you are your father, that means I want to fuck him. Oh, take this cross that doesn't work. Let's, oh, hope, that, let's hope Dracula's not an atheist. Oh, he's got a knife. He said point and pray. Do they just have random libraries that are open all night, too? Apparently. <laughs> There's no libraries in New Orleans. <laughs> they can't read. <laughs> You know, all those libraries are full of Malcolm X and Maya Angelou books anyway. All those libraries in Louisiana are just filled with the ashes of the burned books. And D DIYs on how to fuck your cousin. They're usually picture books. Pop-up books. Why does he have a big bruise on his neck? Omar Epps. Grabbed him by the neck. The black rubbed off. Aramaic. So how do you know what it is? Oh, she knows how to speak Aramaic. Wouldn't you if you had Christopher Plummer's seed up in you? Oh, Dracula knows how to speak Aramaic, though. Oh, bad smoke machine. Oh, why would they leave the church? You can't be invited into a library. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, there's a Bible. It's a really big Bible. How did he know that was going to happen? What the fuck? And why are the pages burning? <laughs> this is your boy. My boy? Oh, yeah, run to the I have an idea. After I leave the library, I'm just going to run into the least creepy place ever. 
the cemetery. I've been to that cemetery. It's fucking creepy during the day. Does he just have a smoke machine on hand? He does. He has assistants make sure there's smoke before he gets there. Does he really have to guess where she is? Whoosh. You can smell my blood on you. Oh, oh how convenient. That's actually how that cemetery is. There's fucking holes in some of the catacombs. You can just see right into the bones. Would you take a bone? No, you can't read, like, you're not allowed to. No, duh. <laughs> they really frown upon that. They <laughs> frown upon stealing fucking body parts. What, why is there goo on her? Look at the, look at the bones! Ready to go, Simon, you fucking dick. It's very violent for a guy who just wants to be with her. Were, did, were you really doing that, though? No. You didn't even know she existed. She didn't exist for at least 20 years ago. So you've been walking the earth looking for something that you knew didn't exist. Until now. Until 20 years ago. Oh, we can just disappear now. Yeah. Why didn't he do that the whole time? <laughs> the whole movie, he could have just disappeared. Why did he have to get on a plane? Couldn't he have just disappeared his way to New Orleans? Why is she there just drinking someone's blood? Why is he walking through the... Why is she there? They're, there, they're everywhere. Are they going to dike out? Why, is, why are they at Mardi Gras and no one's noticing these hot chicks just dancing around? No, because they're all looking for beads, which doesn't happen. Aren't the girls looking for beads? Yeah. Where do you get them? Get, you get them everywhere. They just give them to you? You just find them. Uh, I'm from London. I didn't know you were a TV star. <laughs> I didn't know you did the local news, you cunt. I'm just going to say right now, I submit. Yeah. You guys promise not to bite my dick. Yeah. Why fight it? Yeah. I'm Okay. That's fine. All right, all right, yeah, that's fine. Let's set some ground I'm rules, ladies. Ever. No dick biting. I guess the wooden steak works. I mean, that's the lore. He was so proud of himself. But that's it. And he's dead now? Let's go on the roof. And now there's a lot less people in. Do you think anyone cares, Dracula? No, stop talking. Maybe he should have been a traitorous fuck to the Son of God. Maybe yeah. that. Maybe that. Maybe that had something to do and with it. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe when someone tells you they're the Son of God, you shouldn't turn them into the police. You ever think about that? Dracula. You don't, you selfish prick. Oh, we can hover now. Why is his hand bloody? No reason. Oh, to drop it on her face. Wait, he's fucking his own blood. Well, it is Louisiana. That's true. Nice fake mustache. Way to go, fucking Judas. You know what? You think you're getting the easy way out? Fuck you. Snap that way. Well, she wasn't religious at all. Yeah, and she didn't realize that. It's like, I have no idea what this guy's trying to show me. Like, oh, he didn't break his neck when he did that? Where did he jump from? <laughs> right. When did he find out the rules of, I'm going to punish you by making you live forever, and you can't ever be in the sunlight because you betrayed me. But I'm going to allow you to fly, I'm going to be able to suck blood so you can eat and murder people, and then I'm going to give you the awesome power of being able to fuck any woman you want. And you can also turn into a bat. And or a wolf. Or punishment. <laughs> oh, thanks for the punishment. So I get to live oh. forever, be seduced by women, and use the force? And change the weather and disappear? And just be all around awesome? Wow. All I can't do is be around during the day? Fuck. This is shitty. Oh, God. Wow. Thanks for the punishment, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so... 
disappointed I betrayed you. Man, this really sucks. No pun intended. Oh, I mean, if his blood is in her, that technically means they're inbreeding when they kiss. Look at that booty. Show how, how awesome this life is. Would you be able to just not be around in the daytime? Yeah, I can totally just not be around during the daytime. <laughs> just be able to do all this other cool shit? Yeah. Maddie, where did you buy those Coltec lenses from? Oh, Maddie, those are really nice. All right, don't do it, Maddie. How did he know? Huh? Wait, is this a deception? Why would he not stop hunting you if he was a vampire? Wouldn't that immediately make him not hunt you anymore? Yeah, literally. Dracula's fucking stupid. You can tell her her uh, fake teeth don't fit in her mouth that good. Yeah. Why would you untie him? How did he know to fake being bitten? And how did she get the blood? Like, where'd the blood come from? She bit her mouth. Ah. He could do all this shit, but now he's jumping through windows. Oh, he can die. Don't fuck with the antique dealer. <laughs> I'm the ultimate betrayer. Look. Ah. Oh. Potted plants. Oh. Why didn't you land that time, Mary? Hey, not that good that time. You're a vampire now. You can do gymnastics. Kip up. I mean, he really didn't do anything bad to you. Yeah. You betrayed him, and he gave you awesome powers. And, like, he's supposed to forgive everybody on their deathbed. So, like, yeah, you could just ask for forgiveness. Yeah, you'd be like, I'm sorry. Jesus loves the little children. Did, do they know that that's not really him in the picture that, on the on the cross? That's yeah, not really Jesus? That's not Jesus. That's not Jesus. That's, like, a, it's a picture. Just a statue or a picture. Oh, did you know hedge clippers can just cut people's heads off very easily? Yeah, as a matter of fact, they did. Just one, one... I can't cut a tree branch that easily with hedge clippers. Human head? Different story. Spinal cord? One slice. Tree branch? A couple times. Oh, look Look at the epiphany she's got. Oh, you suck. Did they ever try cutting his head off? We hang you. I'm going to jump six stories. What is she, why is she holding on? She's a vampire. She's not going to die. Here's my problem. He's hanging right now, right? Mm -hmm. Why does he just disappear? But the sun's coming up. So you're trying to tell me. So the hanging is not killing him right now. No. He's not dying by hanging. Oh, look. You fell three feet. Oh, wow. It's die hard. But she's a vampire, so she can't die. It was a very bouncy sidewalk. <laughs> so that? Yeah. So wait, you're... So what you're trying to tell me is 500 years or whatever he's been alive, he's never been exposed to the sunlight. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, they're saying, like, he's not dying from hanging, but the sun's coming up, and that's going to kill him. So Christopher Plummer never thought to just keep him at bay until the sun came, or go to his coffin while he was sleeping. And just wheel him outside when the wheel sun comes. And then pop the shit open. You know all those lore? Look, 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 looks... Pretty effective to me. Yeah. You know, all those things that we tried to do that we heard vampires die from? I tried all of them except for the one main thing that... <laughs> yeah, the them. one thing that's a surefire way. Sunlight. This time he died. Rope doesn't break. Oh, so she can change history, too. No, he did. He did die. He did. Did die. Bird! Oh, now she keeps the remains, so he's not dead. 
Oh, so now she works at the museum and wears leather pants. She's now Kate Beckinsale Underworld. She's a vampire, though, right? That's it. Ugh. That's it. Ugh. You made me watch that. Van Dracula 2000. That's the second time I've seen that in 23 years, and I don't think it got much better. Funny enough, when I first saw the movie, I actually think I liked it a lot. I think I was like, oh, that's a really good different take on Dracula. That was also 20 years ago, 23 years ago. So I was like 18 years old, so I didn't know shit about shit. Yeah, I think I actually kind of felt the same thing. And uh, now that I watched it being older, it's fucking pretty awful. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking bad. And you made me watch it. Well, there you go. Well, your pick next week, so there's that. So uh, what did you learn today, Vinny? I learned that no matter how much they try, AEW will never even come close to the storylines that WWE have. I learned that MJF is ruining his own career by going extremely over the top because nobody's going to want to hire him because he's not going to be able to dial it back. I've learned that people need to learn parking lot etiquette again. After we've already explained this to them once before, they need to revisit the class like we've revisited parking lot Yes. And I've also learned that at the end of Dracula 2000, not only were no animals injured, but no women were raped by Danny Masterson. Thank God for that. I've also learned that Tyler Perry is just a black Jim Varney ripoff. Zip, crack the case. That's all he is. Crack the case. Well, Vinny, why don't you tell me and our listeners, you kind of remember, where we could find you and this show on social media. You can find me at Vince Frontface LOK on Twitter, Vince 3 on Instagram, Vinny Violence on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You can buy our merchandise on Zazzle.com slash store slash frontface.podcast. Uh, Ryan, where can we find you can find me at obsolete mule 256 on instagram and twitter you can find the show on twitter at front face lock front face lock podcast on facebook instagram tiktok and you can email us at front face lock podcast at gmail.com to tell us what a bunch of assholes we actually are like we didn't already know that Vinny, is there anything else you'd like to say to me before we leave i would love to but apparently i can't anymore why is that because it's racist you can say it I can? Yes. Dave Chappelle said it. Dave Chappelle said it, and you know what? <clears throat> we Zip it up. It. Zip it out. All right. Zippity-doo-dah. Bye. See you. Uh. See you. You're a vampire, Michael. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. <laughs>